you know, didn't have an opportunity. The opportunity never presented itself while I was in college. But when I was an adult, uh, after college, uh, I was married, and um, I was a, a groomsman in a wedding. And my boy was getting married, and that was the, 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 the opportune time, you know, to go to the strip club. And, you know, my wife was with me. She was not in the wedding, but she was there. And, you know, I told her, I was like, you know, after the after the little rehearsal, you know, we're going to the rehearsal dinner, we're going to the strip club. And if y'all remember, I told y'all this story a couple of months ago, uh, or a couple of weeks ago, rather. And um, But anyway, long story short, she was four months pregnant with our first child, and she was like, absolutely not. You know, after the rehearsal dinner, you go come on back to the room. And so that, you know, and I I was like sulking, and I was like, man, you know, that was that was my chance. So, but that was my opportunity to go to the strip club, to the gentleman's club. So what do y'all think about that? What do y'all Why, think about okay, y'all? hold on, hold on. I don't <laughs> understand the big deal. I really I really don't. Why, okay. did, your, did your wife even say why she said you couldn't go? Um, no, she didn't articulate uh, what, why I couldn't go, but I knew why I couldn't go. She was like, you're not going to go. I mean, you know, no offense. And why, yeah. why why couldn't you go? Control. I don't know oh, Rodney, Rodney, why couldn't you go? I, I mean, essentially she didn't want me looking at naked, naked booties shaking, period. Because she, had, she, she knew that, you know... <sighs> Wow. She you even know. knew your tendencies. She <laughs> <laughs> <You> didn't know. <laughs> she, knew, she knew that she was your first, and she didn't want you to be traumatized, that's all. Oh, yeah, right. <laughs> Whoa. That's good. See, y'all got jokes tonight. <laughs> 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 that's why I like this show. See, y'all got jokes tonight. You know, but 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 let me let me take it one step further, brothers. I'm gonna um, I'm gonna make another statement about me, and y'all tell me whether this statement is true or false. I've never been inside a Hooters restaurant. Is that statement true or false? False. What? Okay, that's false. 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 Hooters. I'll say true. That's true. We talking about Rodney now. Yeah, that, I'm, I'm getting the drift of it now. I'm like, <laughs> <laughs> Y'all boys wild. Y'all boys wild. But if you said true, the answer would be true. I've wow. never been inside. I've heard about their wings. Um, they ain't never been He said he heard about the wings. Okay. Yeah. I hate the wings there, brother. They ain't I heard they were good. I heard they no. were good. They ain't that good. They ain't that they, good, man. They not good. I had two bad wing occasions up in that joint, man. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Rodney, I got one for you. Uh, has Rodney ever seen Cinemax after dark? Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. <laughs> absolutely. I, I, absolutely. I was, start, I was I starting think, to yeah, yeah, get ready to get a care package together. <laughs> yeah, <no. laughs> Yeah, I, see, I, I see think I think a care package. I think a care package package is still in order. Cinemax after dark don't do. Don't do it. You know. Do you know. DC. You know. After dark for real. Yeah. I'm, I'm yeah, missing. But let, it. Yeah, but let me um let me tell y'all that you know 
this this is now this is now this will get you now. Now on two separate occasions at my job, there's actually been a strip club right across the street from my job on two Choo-choo. separate occasions. Yep, and then Choo Choo's closed now, but um, you know, and, and when I was in Arlington, it was another spot. I mean, literally, all I had to do was walk across the street, you know, to the strip club. Um, and and a, and a Hooters right now is like a, a five minute drive from my office where my office is today. So, you know. I guess y'all want to revoke my man card or well, something. Well, now. yeah, because those two places are not even in the same category. No, it's not. Hooters but he not, don't know that because he ain't never is, been. Hooters is a restaurant, dude. Like exactly. <laughs> you see women that come to Fridays look just better than women that come <laughs> 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 And the TV scenery ain't even that good. Oh, man. Oh, exactly. Man. You ain't missing nothing by not going to Hooters, man. I know. It's <laughs> nothing there. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And, and see, the uh, the Waldorf uh, Hooters ain't nothing like that one on, oh, no. In D.C.? Yeah. On 7th that, Street? That, yeah, that one. Look. The one near Chinatown? Chinatown. Yeah, white right yeah. over Chinatown. Yes, ma'am. Yes, sir. Love that chip. Yes, yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. <laughs> <laughs> and I, I hate the wings, but I do. <laughs> but so I take it that there's nobody, nobody on the line that's um, just not a fan of strippers and strip clubs. You know, just totally just not. No, I don't say a fan, but I mean. If I went in there and told my wife, all right, look, next weekend I'm going to a strip club with my boys or whatever, she'd be like, all right, just be home by this time and call on the way home. Cool. I mean, because it's not a, you know, it's not a, it's not like she don't trust me, you know, and it's not like I go all the time. It's not like I go by myself. You know, I'm hanging out with the guys. Sometimes the guys, you know, they like to do stuff that women absolutely hate, like smoke cigars, drink and watch the game or go to a strip club. I see, back in the day, when the double nickel was open. Oh, Lord, I've been to the double nickel. Oh, stop talking. That is my spot. Lord, (laughs) bring it back. The Long Island and the the wings with the fries, that's all I went for. I I don't even think I looked up. I didn't even know they served food at the double nickel. <laughs> I, didn't even, I didn't either. I didn't either. Don't I, 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 I went there for the food for lunch. I had to eat. I went there for the sights and the camaraderie. <laughs> now hold on, hold on. What was, that? That was the um, but New no York Avenue, Island. right? Yeah, New York no. Avenue, right? Or was was that, that was down southwest? Southwest. That, that was yeah. That was down southwest where the park is now. They knocked it down. Which yeah. was the one which in is, um, the park is. which was uh um New York Avenue. Not the Skylark. Mm. Skylark? <laughs> Y'all gotta know the one on New York Avenue. I know there's one over there by oh, Howard I've been to. Uh yeah, I've been there too. I can't that that's <laughs> a hole in the wall right there. <laughs> but the, them the best places, the hole in the wall. Yeah. Like I told my wife, I said, I'd never go back there again. I, I went to the one on New York Avenue one night, <laughs> left out, and went to the ATM machine and came back. Oh, wow. <laughs> now, hold on, hold on. I haven't been to the stadium yet. I got to go to the stadium. Anybody been to the stadium? I heard it's kind of expensive up in there, though. I haven't even heard of no, it. No, that's, that's yeah, the luxury we, one. Yeah, we I don't know about, about it. 
We're going to talk about stadium. He's jumping the gun there, but I I got something about stadium in in the second frame. Um, But, I mean, y'all talking about, you know, this one, that one, you know, the hole in the wall, this one by Howard and all this stuff. Who's been to the most strip clubs? Out of, out of y'all, who's been, a, you know, my, you know my number is zero, so, you know, I can't even call it. So who's been to the most strip clubs out of all of y'all? Who, who you think? Who, who, who's calling? I don't know. I don't know, man. You know, before Sage Patrice, <laughs> you know, before college, in college, Patrice, we might have stayed there, but. I can't There's, count. I can't you can't count. count. No, I can't count. count. I, it's no reason to try. <laughs> I can't even yeah. put the number on it. I done been to everyone in this area. Yeah. I done been to Las, Las Vegas, Florida. That's one, Florida, all the way down. Atlanta. I, I, yeah, I haven't been to the after-hour joints where you pay $20. Uh-huh. I ain't going to say no more. <laughs> in the warehouse. Oh, did you go to the one? Did you go to the one where you can't even tell this one? You just paid to come exactly. in and that's it. Exactly. I, yeah, I've been in to a couple of them. Joint. I've been to a couple bring, of them. You bring your bring your own beer one. Bring your own everything. Yeah, BYOB. <laughs> but see, I only I've only went to spots like that when I was single riding it. Now that was in my younger days. Sure. I've been the one that ha- it was inside a barbershop. You went got your hair cut. Yeah, barbershop. Oh, I've been no. to the one inside a pool hall. That's in Florida. That's down in Miami. You talking yeah, about? Yeah, been there, been there. I've been to that and one. And they too. got the pool, pool and, ball, and, and, look. and then in the back room, it's yeah, yeah, crazy. Yes. Guess yes, who walked in there when I was in there? Luke. <laughs> you know you're in the right spot with Luke. <laughs> Trying to tell you, Luke came in. I said we in the right spot. <laughs> Jump on. Yeah, Luke come up in there. Yeah, yeah. So in in an average year, in an average year, fellas, um, how often do y'all go to a strip club nowadays? In an average year. You go like once a year, or well, I'd probably say point four times. Point four. So probably once every four years, once every three years. I have like to that. say I haven't been in years. Yeah, yeah it's got to be at least six, seven years for me. I, I'm a little better than Ron, but I haven't been in one over thirty years. Wow, that's because I'm cheap. You don't need to go. You don't need to go to a strip club. Right. And, and, and I told y'all what happened last time when I went, um and and uh my buddy was he, he trying to give me lessons, you know, and he's sitting up there dropping girl wrapped her hands around me, grabbed me in my crotch, told I think you better let that go. <laughs> I might get hurt in here. <laughs> So do y'all do y'all's friends frequent the strip clubs nowadays? You got friends that be hitting the club all the time? Not me. No, not me. Most of my friends are married with kids, man. And that's where it ends. Mm-hmm. Exactly. <laughs> I mean, uh, I think the only ones that probably will go would be that uh, one time because somebody getting married or something. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's yeah like yeah. a bachelor party. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Some of my friends still go on the regular. And as oh, we you know, Rodney yeah. messed himself up for his. <laughs> so, you, what do you say, brother? You say your friends go on the regular? Yeah, some, some of them do. Mm-hmm. But why, why do y'all think men love strip clubs so much? 
I don't know about love. I mean, it's just why do they like strip clubs so much? Because it's just you know it's just a place where it's it's no stress. You know, it's just you can just go and chill out. You know, it's no you know, and you know just chill out. There's nothing stressful about it. You know, you just sit up there and look at some beautiful women who are naked and yeah, and they putting on a show for you. You just you know just take it all in with your eyes, take your mind off things. Beautiful no. women. That's, that's definitely in the eye of the beholder. Yeah, yeah. There is some that uh, I've seen that uh, I'll be like, I know she's not up in here. No, you don't go to them. You stay out of them with the with the stab wounds and the bullet wounds. <laughs> you, should, yeah, you, should, you know they got the C section scar on them and all that. Yeah, you stay out of them. Yeah, you well, stay out of them. Then now. Yeah, that's 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 really bands make a dance right there. Yeah, that, yeah. So do y'all think that more single guys or more married guys frequent the strip club? Single guys or married guys? I think it's a mix. I think it's a mixture. Mhm. It's a mixture for sure. What about what about do you think it's men older than forty or younger than forty? Mixture. Hmm? Still a mixture? Okay. Do you, do you think happily married men go to strip clubs? Yeah. Yeah. Mm hmm. Yeah, well, y'all know I've done the research on this. I know. And, and the popular image is of the old married man frequent in the strip club, but research actually shows a younger average age and even a smaller percentage of those younger men are married or even shacking up. <clears throat> so it's not really a mixture. It's a young guy is not married, not even, you know, got a girl at the house. You know, it's just a young single guy. And I was I was kind of surprised myself. Thought it was the old head, you know. But I want to play a clip. This is only uh, this is only five seconds. But before I ask my next question, as they say, women should not be upset about their men going to strip joints because they come home. So should women be upset about their men frequenting strip joints when the men usually come home? I don't know who that was, but I agree with him. <laughs> I don't know why they want. I don't know why they want to get upset unless they don't come home. <laughs> well, well, come home is uh, um, is a broad statement because I'm gonna say they eventually get home. <laughs> Yeah, we get you. We we understand. We understand. You know, hey, Ronnie, they can't even go with their husbands, man, or their or their boyfriends. There's a lot of women that do. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Good words. Well, what what do y'all think? Um, somebody was talking about you know this one, that one, but what what's the best? If you were to call it, what's the best strip club in the DMV? What's the best strip club in the DMV? It'd be in your house. 
<laughs> he took that right out of my mouth. <laughs> when we used to go to y'all, we used to go, you know, for what you know, like you would have, you know, what's the best club? What's the best strip club in the DMV? Or anybody. Know, man. I don't know, because they all had different flavors, man. They all had, you know what I mean? Like somebody said, you can go to one, you see the bullet holes. You go to the other one, you know, the drinks are good, you know. <laughs> some talk to you, some roll out with you. I mean, it's, they're all got different things going on. None of them are pretty much the same. Mm-hmm. got a different flavor in every single one, so. Yeah, stadium is pretty popular now. It's kind of upscale, uh, strip club. Isn't that expensive, though? Isn't that spot expensive? A little bit, a little bit, yeah. Yeah, cause yeah, I've been. I want to go there. I haven't been there yet. I want to check that spot out. Let's take Rodney. We can take Rodney. Yeah, man, Rodney ain't going nowhere, man. He might go one time. Man, Rodney would lose his mind up in there. He might get a hall pass one time. Rodney would lose his mind. Huh? He'd be sneaking to the bathroom to jerk off, man. Rodney. Man. He'll never be the same. He'll be like, damn, you got to pee again, man? What's wrong? I'll be like, man, right now, pee right to back there, man. He can't take all these sights, man. You stay home, Rodney. You stay home. Yeah, you stay home, right? Exactly. Tell him, cuz. I used to live in South Florida, so a lot of business, some of the best money get by. But like he said, they got different friends. You got the yeah. hole in the walls where you go there and anything goes. You got yeah. something got a corner just for that. Then you got some, like I said, I live in South Florida, so you got some that people bring and have executive meetings there because they have brush, steak, and anything else. You can have a business meeting. I know a lot of people have business meetings. Oh, yeah. I, I, mm-hmm. I've, I've been to a business meeting in D.C. Yeah. <laughs> At the strip club. At the yeah. strip club. It was a business yeah. meeting. That's that's when I knew they had chicken. Oh, that's funny. So y'all talk about D.C. and Florida. Would y'all say it's one region of the country that has the best strip clubs? I say Florida. Between Florida Florida and New Orleans. Florida and New Orleans. What about Atlanta? Atlanta? Somebody told me Atlanta was popping too. Yeah, Atlanta. Atlanta. Oh, Atlanta, Atlanta is popping. Atlanta is grown folk down there. You got to be, listen. I have lost my mind in Fort Worth and Las Vegas. <laughs> I've, I've been to Fort Worth. I haven't been to one in Las Vegas, but. Oh, I went to one where all the locals go. Oh, my goodness. Yes, sir. Yeah, that's I'll never forget that place. Yeah, well, let me let me flip that around. Which region of the country has the worst strip clubs? I don't know about that. Well, there's no bad strip clubs. It's all yeah, exactly. 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 I don't understand the criteria. Man, I heard the gentleman say earlier, man, you got the wars with the knife wounds and all that. Now, that's a strip club. If you're going there looking for more than just the strip, them the ones you go to. Mm-hmm. But right. you want to look at some eye candy. Well, most, most expensive strip clubs nowadays, they make you use funny money. And what I mean by funny money is you pay, you buy a bunch of fake money. You paying cash, but you giving tips with funny money, like fake money. But mm-hmm. it's really cash. It's like that's what they do. But a lot of people go to them strip clubs. Lord, I've been to some in New Orleans. And, mm-hmm. boy, listen, 
and in South Florida, Miami, you got the Rolex. You going in, I think why the wives get mad because you might go in there with your paycheck. You might come home with just bus fare. Yeah. <laughs> hey, listen. listen, I went to New Orleans with my wife, and I waited because I seen legs swinging out, windows and all that. So I said, I can't take my wife to the strip club. So I let her see, do the town. I said, well, baby, I'm going to see the, the nightlife. So I'm going to walk down. And Lord knows, I went to the strip club, and they want to go to the champagne room. In my mind, I want to know what it's considered. You know, you're always curious. So you go there, you bring $100. I came back with $5, and I left this. I mean, you talking about you got to they give you a bottle. See, they make it, you know, appealing. Oh, when you go up here and maybe $30, $50, get in the champagne room, they give you a bottle, you leave out with about $5, and you still left with... I mean, they good at what they do, you know what I mean? They good at what they do, but uh, that's the biggest problem. You come on broke, and you get addicted. <laughs> See, that's that subliminal message. You think you're going to do something. It ain't nothing jumping, not at that level, because they're going to the highest bidder. And you just spent 400 you going out the door with maybe like a buck something that you want to go Wow. Then another dude, Ronnie over there, gonna make it rain, so she going over there, and then you sit up and say, "I just spent four hundred dollars." You know what yeah. I mean? How am I going home now? Then when you leave the strip club, now that problem again is again because you going home, man. You think your wife gonna swing off a chandelier? She ain't been swinging off the chandelier after twenty years. So now she's saying, "Well, where all this come from?" Because you done been to the strip club. <laughs> no, <I'm laughs> ain't gonna work. work. Has, has anybody ever been to a strip club outside of the United States? <laughs> uh, <laughs> I, in your I don't know if you call it a strip club. <laughs> <laughs> I went to a place in South Korea that was off the chain. That's a brothel. That's a brothel. <laughs> it's, a, it's a brothel? That's a brothel. There wasn't no chick up there dancing. They were walking around <laughs> hollering at people, that. so. <laughs> but what you talk about dancing, um, what what kind of songs do they play in the strip club? The same ones you go to the party to jam off of. The same <laughs> ones. Any party you go to the party, man, you you you, you know how that you go to that party that one song, you're like, Oh, that's my jam. That's your jam, but she's sliding off the pole off your jam. You like, man, that's a double win win. That's my jam and look how fine she is sliding off the pole. <laughs> I tell you the best. I tell you the best song you ever heard at the uh, uh, at the strip club was that Aaliyah song. Y'all remember that? Yeah. What was the name? Was it One in a Million? It was million. Yeah, One in a Million and Sierra's Promise. <laughs> Good Lord, they get in there and get on that pole, and look at you. You in trouble? What you What you say, Ike? Uh, Sierra's <laughs> Promise. I've done some research. And, you know, I was, I was like, yeah, that's my quip tonight right there. That's it. That's it. That's my quip tonight right there. Yeah. <laughs> the money coming out of the pocket. Yeah, it's not even fair. That's like fishing with dynamite right there. Not even fair. Bring back some memories. I, I don't know. Yeah, fun, good memories, man. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I've done some research and, um, I think they, let me see, I think they played this. Bands will make her dance, bands will make her dance, all these cheeks pop it, pop it, I'm just popping bands. I know they're playing that now, but 
play this. Oh, yeah. Shake it fast. Oh, yeah. Mystical. Yes, sir. Mm. That's a headliner right there. That's a yes, headliner sir. right there. Right, you need to go, man. Right, you need to go, man. You need to experience that for you, for you leave this earth, man. For real. <laughs> I got one more, one more. You leave when they play that because you be trying to get a relationship. And she's a sibling. You gonna play the whole song? I know, right? <laughs> I think in my next career, I'm gonna be like a strip club DJ or something. You, know, <laughs> first. That, you gotta go in there and apply first. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. You can't do it over the internet, they won't see you. <laughs> yeah, you you DJing from the internet, right? <laughs> That's good, T-Hawk. T-Hawk got mad jokes tonight. Mad jokes tonight. But has anybody ever dated a stripper? Not has knowingly. Anybody ever dated a stripper? Oh, <laughs> not knowingly. She could have been anybody? a stripper. Very well could have been. I'm talking about knowingly. Has anybody knowingly dated <laughs> exactly, a stripper? Exactly. Anybody? <laughs> Anybody dated, like, as in you my girlfriend? No, I mean, you know, not like that, but, I mean, that was your girl. I mean, you, you know. Nah, man, you don't do that. <laughs> nah, man, that's against the room. Don't, do don't get caught up like that. That's a no-no. That's a no-no. You can't claim that, because that could be anybody's for, you know, small piece of change or something strange. That could be anybody's. <laughs> oh yeah, and you're gonna be clown at the meeting. Yeah, no, you, you be can't clown. do that. Now you can mm. have you could you could have one as your uh you know, buddy. buddy. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You yeah. know what I mean? And I mean now that's a beautiful thing to have one yeah. buddy. Oh, especially when they're still working. Yeah. You go and you get to go and chill when you and go watch in there, you and hang good. out and you know that you that guy, you know, when the shift is over. That's a beautiful thing. Mm-hmm. But you claiming as your girlfriend? No, negative. And, yeah. and you know they're gonna be in the room at the hotel when when it's over. See, when you roll up in there to go see her, she already got things set for you. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Do y'all think it's every guy's fantasy to have sex with a stripper? Then you guy. go to a song. I, I think, think it's just to have sex. Period. <laughs> <laughs> I thought that was on y'all's bucket list, you know. Ain't, no, ain't on nobody's bucket list. <laughs> what about what, what about a porn star? Mm-hmm. Well, that's dead now. Well, I mean, which one you like, Ike Pinky? Jada Fire. Jada Fire. Yeah, that that one right there. Jada Fire mm-hmm. and Belladonna. So like so. So it is. It is a fantasy to sleep with a porn star. It ain't no. I don't know. Fantasy is a strong word. You know, it ain't like yeah, you know, I got to do. You know, it ain't like you know. It ain't like it's something I dream about. Like, well, I can't wait to one day. You know. Yeah. One day oh, when Belladonna walk in. Yeah. If she don't put it on you like she did on that on that movie, you gonna be upset. Exactly. And she's not right. Going to. 
unless she's paying them. Exactly. exactly. Yeah, yeah. I mean, but but what having sex with a porn star would that be like sticking your thing in a bucket of water? You know, that's, why, that's exactly what I said. That's why I wouldn't want a porn star because my mind was, what can I? I mean, this is a regular for her. So if you exactly. ain't right, if you ain't right, right, like uh, abnormal, right? Yeah, it's like putting a hot dog. It's like check it, it's like putting a it's like putting a hot dog in a turtleneck. Let's try to load a twenty-two and a shotgun. <laughs> <laughs> like it's like throwing a penny down a manhole. Yeah, yeah, but still, 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 still. You say that, but you still go. You say you still go. You still go. You No, no, no. I would think the stripper would be more appealing because it's imagination, the seductiveness before time. You understand what I'm saying? She's more realistic. You can reach out and touch it. Right, right. It's plus, plus the body. It's something you can't have. But with a porn star, this is what she do every day. Now, the first thing you got to say is, who in the world can I do different to satisfy her? <laughs> yeah. I mean, I mean you, you, that's why I say you got to be a special kind of guy. You got to be, I, I don't know. I don't think I'd rather try look, if I wasn't married with a stripper before I would, of course. The seductiveness that, that entice you, you know, the imagination for the porn star. I mean, they can look bad, but this is what they do. So yeah. if you, in my mind, I'll be saying, is she faking or is I'm good? You know, is she, yeah. she, this is normal, you know what I mean? Well, well, the fact of the matter is with either one of the two, either they really like you or you paying, one or the other. So you don't pay either one. You don't pay either one. You know what I'm saying? Well, you, not you necessarily. I mean, if they, I mean, because... They, you know, they got the occupation, too. And outside of the occupation, they want to have a relationship with somebody. Exactly. They don't want to bring their work home all the time. So mm-hmm. if they like you, then it's going to be different. The emotions, you're helping the emotions will kick in, and it won't be all about the performance. Because it's going to be hard <clears> to perform, especially with, you know, somebody that that does that for a living. You, What you going to do? You ain't going to school for it. <laughs> but, but, but you got to be a special kind of guy to date either or. Because first of all, your money gotta be right. Because if you got a lame Joe and she can sit there and she got, and I'm telling you, I know it's your brothers in them strip clubs that ain't bad looking either and got that money. And you, mm-hmm. you think you want, you think she gonna walk out that strip club and, and mess with a Joe when you got jokers throwing tens of thousands of dollars and she got less to bag it. And those the ones she want the marry ones because she know they going home. She ain't got that drama. You get a stripper, you gotta be a special kind of guy. Because if a joke over there got a Pocket full of money, and he got a Bentley outside, and he's sitting outside, and he coming on a regular, and he hollering at her ear, and, and, and he ain't a bad dude. I mean, if your game ain't tight, what you think? In my mind, I'm saying, poor, if I ever fall short or lose my job, she go. And, you know, that's that's why I say Las Vegas is my favorite spot, because me and my boy, we rolled up in there in a Mitsubishi Eclipse, and it was a one night only, and everything we wanted, we got for free. Mm. <laughs> you, 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 you wasn't on the track. You was in the hood. You was like in North Philly. <laughs> yeah, I was. In, I was in a spot with a low. I wasn't in no, you know, tourist uh, spot. Yeah, See, that's what I'm talking about. Now, if you going to the low budget, you can work that. But anybody with no scars and no no one eyes and no, all that, no, they, yeah, they yeah. Tell you, then you ain't that ain't gonna work. Yeah, we had that to take Rodney to the hood. So we had. A, I'm in Philly. And we had a joker here, right in downtown. We had a joker here. He was going to the strip club. It was on. It was, she did a. Uh, it was on a America, America's Most Wanted. Something. 
He went home and killed his wife thinking he was going to marry the stripper. He where he want that joker. He, she was telling him all the right things as long as he was running that money in. She was telling him all the right mm-hmm. things. He was up on him and whatever. And he thinking he had a relationship. <clears throat> See, sometimes he gets caught up in that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, I'm going to live fast on the dollars. And Rodney walked through the door knowing he got thousands. Hey, Rodney, how you doing? No, you on the first name of Jason. Rodney said he got a relationship with her. You know what I mean? He go home and tell his wife, oh, you got to go, baby. <laughs> he even make it back home. He might not even leave. Exactly. That's why I said, stay away. So would y'all consider strippers and, and porn stars to be basically in the same category? It's all about illusion. Yeah. Yeah. yeah pretty, much, pretty much. Pretty much. Six in one hand, half a dozen in the other. Pretty much. Catch up, catch up, man. Because all of them can be bought at one price or another. They all can be bought. They all can be bought. The bottom line is the dollar. And if you got the right game and enough money, you can get that stripper. It might be a little longer because she can make money during the day. A porn star, you already know what it is. This is what it is. Boom. You know what I mean? We, it's a business deal. Ain't no section, no nothing. Strippers get you caught up because they damn you like, man, she's bad. I wish my wife would slide off the pole like that. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I mean, for real, for yeah. real. And that's why you say most married men go because it's a fantasy. Men have that fantasy, like that that old said. You 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 want a home in bed, but a wife outside. You know what I mean? You want to be respectable and presentable, but when you get behind closed doors, you wanted to do all those things that stripper, that porn star do. That's why they go. And then when they go home, they be looking at their wife like, man, baby, once you throw some stilettos, she's like, what? Uh, 20 years, you ain't been out about those stilettos. <laughs> <laughs> okay, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. I got to make a, a distinction. I got to ask okay. a question. It might be like a little bit of a monkey wrench. Go ahead, bro. So would you rather have at home a porn star or a stripper? Not, I'm just saying, you say you want, you want it, you want, you want that, that, that image in your marriage. I'm I know not what saying you're that your wife. You, I'd, rather, I mean? I'd rather have a stripper than a porn star. I, I know what you're saying. I know what you're saying. I know what you're saying. And I know what both of y'all are saying. And um, <clears throat> I want to help you out. I want to help you out. This is 60 seconds. I want to help you out and get, just give some texture to what y'all are saying. Beyonce just said that she's a woman in the street and the freak and the you know what. Sit mm-hmm. back, it's the pregame show, Daddy. You know what's up. Here's a question, mm-hmm. fellas: If women would start stripping for their men, would men really need to go to the strip club? It's, it's just forget about the greedy ones. I'm just talking about the regular average. If if women were stripping, like Beyonce was talking about, and and if y'all seen the video, you know what she was doing. If women were doing that for the men, 
would strip clubs be that lucrative, that much of a lucrative business these days? I tell you one thing: them dishes be washed. <laughs> that yard, that yard will be trimmed. Yeah, that yard will be trimmed. That car be washed. I tell you that much. Yeah, Our clothes right. be ironed and washed. Come on, man. Mm. But I mean, really, I mean, you know, does your wife dance for you? Does she dance for you? Not even with me. He's a naughty boy. Wow. Damn. Wow. <laughs> wow. It, man, it's 10 o'clock. It's the adult hour. Y'all need yeah, to hang yeah, up. Yeah. We about to, yeah, yeah. About to take it up a notch. Man. Yeah. But, I mean, some wives, they like, oh, you know, I, I would I would never, you know. It's like, really? Mm-hmm. Dance for me? You know Beyonce dancing for Jay-Z? You think she danced for Jay-Z? No. Definitely. No. <laughs> no. 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 All bets are off, man. No. Mm. Man, you know she got to show the moves that's getting ready that she's going to do on stage. Oh, yeah. Exactly. Exactly. She probably ran that routine down right there that I was playing for y'all. If y'all seen the yeah, video. Yeah, song I'm in love with a stripper. <laughs> yeah. But I know, I, I, I know what some of y'all's wives need, you know. She needs you to take her to France. You know, to make her dance. France will make her dance, you know. Well, or, an exotic, <laughs> or, or an exotic beach or vacation or some sands will make her dance. Tans will make her dance, you know, something like that. But anyway, um, let me get back on topic. Um, what, what was the name of that song? I've, I've never heard of that song before. Dance for You. Yeah, look it up. It's actually pretty interesting on the, on the YouTube thing. Okay. But, um, yeah, but true or false, true or false, most strippers... Are freaks in the bedroom? True or false? False. Most strippers false. are freaks false. in the bedroom. False. 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 Okay. False. They're more like business women. Really? True. <laughs> True. I would think so. Uh oh. Hold on. Got him. Sorry about that, fellas. Okay. Oh. <laughs> okay. Um, so somebody said true. I mean, that's just that's just an assumption. I mean, based off of uh, <laughs> when I was going to strip clubs, you know, prior to my uh, my marriage a while back, um, you know, just my conversations with them. I mean, and their conversations, you know, because the majority of ones I was going to, like I said, it was. Uh, it, it was ones where stripping was, you know, called the, you know, the warm up. That's their warm up routine. They made most of their money off of, uh, off of, uh, you know, turning tricks. And so, you know, some of the things that, you know, they would say, do, ask for, I mean, what else, you know, am I to assume except for, you know, they they freaks in the bed. So that's how they make their money. Listen, and I've been to a lot, but and I've been around, but that's the whole key. If I'm going to tell you everything you think you want to get, you want to reach. It's like chasing a dream. Now, I'm not saying that there ain't none, but a lot of them, if I tell you what I'm going to do to you and I'm sitting up there dancing, you going in that wallet. you going back in that wallet saying, I know I'm going to get this. And at the end of the night, you walking out the door, saying, well, let me get my last drink before I go home because I know I might be put out tonight because I'm spending all my money. <laughs> I mean, but but that's 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 just, that's just like in any game. If 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 you was on another, just to switch the subject, whatever you sell, it you are gonna make that the best product you sell. 
man, if you buy shoes, man, this car, this shoe is the softest leather you ever want to buy. If you put it on your feet, you wouldn't even know you got it on your feet. And even if you were selling drugs, just hypothetically, man, I got the best in town. You know, they're going. To, this is what they're supposed to take. And if I tell you, if I tell you, listen, I'd have had them to me on car. They'll give you the number. You get outside, try to call that phone back. That phone number don't even add up. No, no, see, I'm talking, I'm not just talking about from a provocative standpoint. I understand what you're saying. No, I'm talking about, you know, strippers who aren't even in the process of dancing or they've already danced, and they're like, okay, are we effing? You know what I'm saying? Or, you know, are are you ready to take me backstage? Or, you know, I've been to parties where the stripper did her dance and said, all right, who's effing? I'm 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 not talking about people who are just trying to play with my imagination to get me to spend more money on the dance. No, I'm literally... They're saying, okay, let's go F, or, you know, do you want me to jerk you off, or you want a blowjob? Like, that, well, that's see, common. I mean, that's a prostitute, because that's what that is. <laughs> I mean, that, what, do, what do we all think most strippers are? I mean, I, we're talking about the DMV. I haven't been in five years, and I doubt that, I mean, I, it ain't been that long, but I haven't been since I've been, uh, since I was uh, married. And that wasn't that, you know, that went too long ago. And I ain't been the one where, you know, they weren't offering uh, extras to go along with those dances. I, I'm trying to figure out which one you're going to, because the one I go to, that they make their serious money off of turning tricks. I mean, $10 a dance, $15 a dance, no. They're trying to give up some extra. Oh, yeah, I've been in them, too. Now, that's the mole in the wall. That's the mole in the wall. But if you go to a reputable strip club, that ain't going to happen. That's an oxymoron, bro. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, but if that's the case, if you go there, you might as well just go down to the track because you're scared. (laughs) (laughs) I'm born and raised in North Philly, and I've been in a hole in the walls where there's no light bulb in that corner for a reason. And you do right there and do whatever you want, right, for five and ten dollars. Like I said, for five or ten dollars you might as well go to the track and, and go in on and give up five or ten dollars and go to the strip. And then like you said, those are the ones with the with the baby fat, they just had three kids already. <laughs> no, that's some ghetto shit all day long in there. You know what I mean? Do you, that's all the, do you think um do, do strippers mind anal sex? Well, you can get that, too, for a couple of dollars. Where are you going with this, Rodney? (laughs) (laughs) Really? Man, Rodney 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 sounds like he ain't never been the one. (laughs) 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 Some of these questions he be asking. Listen, listen, trust me. Hang hang up at 10, man. You know, I goof off from before 10, but now we're going for the gut (laughs) soap. If the money right and the game tight, I think anything goes. I think yeah. it's your money. I mean, there's anything go with them girls, man. You know, because yeah. they be sticking bottles and that, you know, everywhere on stage is somebody, you know, just part of the act. Oh, yeah. So I figured that, hey. Well, yeah, because you know. a lot of them, I believe, is bisexual anyway. A lot of them is bisexual. Yeah. Right. I, mean, I believe that all wholeheartedly. But I right. also believe, I, I'm going to retract my statement. I, I kind of agree. For the prices, right? I think they'll do it, anything. They'd, if the money's right, and you can meet, you can meet what they demand is, they'll do it. Mm-hmm. Well, let me, ask you this. Let, me ask you, let me ask you this. If you had the opportunity, if you had the opportunity to get it in with a stripper, would you toss her salad? Oh. 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 o
for some nookies. I'm not paying for no kids. I ain't paying to see no strip, but I'm 46 years old. I can count on one hand. I'm in a strip club. Because to me, ain't no way I'm going to get myself all worked up. For what? Why when I sit there and get worked up, then what, what you going to do? I ain't going to drink it away? Uh-uh. And I ain't sitting there going to pay and knowing what the end result, because I know me. I ain't going to sit there and give a dollar at the dollar for the dance, and then I'm all excited, then I got to go home. Mm-hmm. Then I got to go home. I, 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 that's, that never was my twist. That never was my thing. I mean, I ain't said I've never been to a strip club, but that was the only turn off to me. For no doubt. For yeah. what? Oh, I get that. I get that. But I mean, well, I mean honestly, here's honestly, the deal. All I want is the stripper starter kit. Okay, I find home. I'm getting her the lesson. I told y'all this before. She already know signing up for for, for the for for the the, the uh, class and putting the pole in. There you go. I got my starter kit. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because I mean, in this day and age. You know, we should be a little skeptical of sleeping, you know, with, with a stripper for fear of catching your death. I mean, yeah. you, you would need to put on like a hazmat suit or something, you know, yeah. to go in. You know, man, man, there's some stuff out there, man. man take, they probably, take you out of here. Mm-hmm. Man, there's some stuff out there you catch from a girl at Walmart. <laughs> at least the strippers know they got to keep it clean and go get tested, they, you know. That's what true. about the women that's out there regular that's not even getting tested? Oh, yeah. You know, uh-oh. Yeah, now we're getting somewhere. Now we're getting somewhere. Let me roll my sleeves up a little bit. Um, but do y'all think that do y'all think that it's easy for a stripper to make the transition to a prostitute? Yeah, very easy. One in the same. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, do y'all think that, that strippers who have sex for money even consider themselves to be a prostitute, or do you think they they still think they're just a stripper? That's you know, turn a few tricks on the side. They know it's what just, it is. It's on the they, It depends on their personality. Uh-huh. I mean, they might not say it. Well, well Ronnie, first first I have to get on you because yeah. you got to be politically correct. They're exotic dancers. Oh, thank oh. you. Don't be calling them a stripper. They're exotic dancers. You're right. You're exactly you disrespect right. Right. them when you call them strippers. Exactly. <laughs> now, in the hood, they're strippers. In the hood, they're strippers. Strippers have prophecies. They're strippers. They're strippers. I got to ask this question. I actually just... Just thought about this, but do, do they sanitize the stripper poles? Yeah, yeah. Sometimes you see them wiping down in between shows, man. Yeah. What with a baby wipe or something? No, nah, they, they have they have paper towels and some kind of cleaner they use. And usually, Rodney, since you don't know, that's a very good sign because that means you you've seen a good show. Yeah. Usually in the pole. I mean, yeah, I would think they need to. Yeah, yeah. Like, that I means. don't know if stripper poles are fireproof or not, but I, mean, I think they need to light that thing on fire for a few seconds. You know, hey, I seen them oh, girls. I seen the dude go up there and after every every one a lady go up and wipe the pole down. Then the girl come with her own little spray yeah, bottle, exactly, and wipe it down. water and 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 one of them dis disinfectant wipes and wipe it down again. Mm-hmm. And then get ready for the show. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, but back to this. Uh, back to that. Uh, Strippers and prostitutes, I want to play a clip for you. This is only 10 seconds, fellas. What ends up happening when you're working in the club, you're, one, you're propositioned. 
every night, I would say. And so it's very easy for women to make that transition into prostitution, and a lot of women do. And a lot of women who are working in the clubs who might, you know, um, sleep with a customer, a regular customer or something like that for for money, they don't consider themselves a prostitute. But they don't consider themselves a prostitute. That's what the stripper said, or the, excuse me, the exotic dancer. I really don't give a damn what she called herself. <laughs> I mean, if you want to just call apples and oranges, you can call herself a doctor of neurosurgery for all I care. <laughs> <laughs> just do what you're supposed to do, right? Really, really. Yeah, <laughs> but, but what do y'all think? What do y'all? How do y'all feel about men who who literally date or marry strippers or exotic dancers or porn stars? I mean, no, nope. knowingly you, do that. Yeah, are you I'm jealous not, of them or you think they're stupid? No, never jealous. I don't think they're pimps. I think they're pimps. They, they, <laughs> they got to be pimps. They ain't got to be tight. They chill with themselves, and, and, and they can't no jealous bone anybody. And ain't too many jokers can feel that way about a woman other than a pimp, where his emotions is not attacked. It's a business. Yeah, he, he might love and all that, but at the end of the day, he, he knows she's getting that paper, and she's going to run it in. But you got to, I think you got to be a pimp. I think the average Joe couldn't couldn't handle the fact that his old lady is stripper. Now, like I said, because at any time that joker constantly comes, you got the regulars. You got regulars that come to the strip club, and mm-hmm. a lot of the strippers know these jokers on first name basis. And after a while, you know iron wears. You know what I mean? And pressure can bust a pipe or make diamonds. So it's either way. <laughs> True that. True that. But I mean, what 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 about what, what if your wife? What if your wife told you that she used to be a stripper before she met you? Would, would that be a deal breaker? See now in your mind, the first thing gonna come in your mind. What's the first thing gonna come in your mind if your wife told you she's a stripper? You gonna say, "Oh, you was a hoe." You might not never vocalize it, but the first thing going to come to your mind, well, how many jokers you to slap with? Well, yeah, you're going to you gonna think Crazy. something up because she waited to tell you after y'all was married. Yeah, that's a yeah, problem. Yeah, and then so you know that everything was a lie. That's a deal. Uh-huh. Right? You know, that's a problem. That's a big problem. That's a big problem. Now she's saying, she's trying to say, no, it wasn't a lie. I was, I was, no, 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 no. This is what you did for a profession. And then, how come I ain't seen that in the bedroom? <laughs> she retired. That's why. She retired. Yeah, she was tired, all right. Yeah, you were driving them dollars, so, you know. <laughs> but moving on, moving on. Um, we're going to get a little bit more dangerous here. But um, somebody mentioned Stadium Club. Um, in Northeast D.C. Has anybody ever been to Stadium Club? Been there, haven't been in yet, but I am going. Yeah, well, let me tell y'all. Let me let me tell y'all a little bit about Stadium Club. Um, and this is from an article I read in the Washington Post, written by the Lee Smith Barrow. Um, converted from an old warehouse, they say Stadium is like a diamond in the rough. Uh, the thing about the interesting thing about stadium is that the female patrons actually outnumber the male patrons. This is now, true. Huh? Yeah. Now these are women who are teachers, women who are social workers. These are professional heterosexual women. So more than one in that dudes. Yeah, and unlike many other strip clubs, stadium has become a hot spot for young black women. They host bachelorette and birthday parties there while other men, other women work the pole. Black yuppies are there doing happy hour, but you can also find them there any night of the week. 
the setting has become so popular, it will it will soon be the, the backdrop for the reality show Strip Club Queens. Now, no network has signed on yet, but three channels have supposedly expressed interest. The club's co-owner says that on any given night, it's 60% female patrons. So what do y'all think about that, fellas? Stadium. Females outnumber the males. What, 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 what's going on here? Wow. Wow. Well, I've seen it. I mean, well, it's an interesting phenomenon. Exactly. You're talking D.C. I mean, you got more fruitcakes than Right. Then, then uh, actually, real men who want to be with a woman. Women know that the dudes they like women because that's why they mm-hmm. in there. They ain't got to worry exactly. about no under underground underhand stuff. Yeah, that's right. You know, I'm surprised, surprised at the number of any club. straight women that prefer to go to a female stripping club as opposed to going to a male club. So, I mean, I'm sure there's a, a handful of ones that are in there that are, you know, are lesbians. But, it, like I said, I'm, I'm just surprised at the number of girls, women, that are straight. That, Like I said, they, if they're going to a strip club, you know, they, they'd rather go see some uh, women strip. So, I think that has a lot to do with that percentage. Mm-hmm. And let me tell you all how Stadium blew up. Um, rapper Fabulous and local rapper Wale perform at Stadium about five months after it opened, and they were the first hip-hop artists to come. But in the spring of in the spring of 2011, they booked Birdman of Cash Money, who's also the fourth richest hip-hop artist on the Forbes list. And, of course, when he came, he brought Lil Wayne and Drake of Young Money with him. After this, the club booked Diddy for a Howard Homecoming celebration, and Diddy brought R&B singer and actor Tyrese. The next day, they invited Floyd Mayweather Jr., and Floyd brought his boy, 50 Cent. Next thing you know, the club started showing up in more songs by more rap and R&B artists. But they say the club is, is so popular for women because it has what they want. The decor is upscale, there are high rollers there, and it's a party. And the female dancers have skills on the pole. Seating on the floor runs $500, a spot in VIP costs a grand, and renting the private lounge is 1500 per night. So our attitudes about strip clubs changing, I mean, why are women going to a strip club, which many people say objectifies women? Why are they doing this? Well, from everything you said, sound like they on the prowl. Mm-hmm. I got a chance to meet a famous rap uh, actor. I'm gonna be there, you know. Mm-hmm. Who cares on who's on the pole? Not unless you into the pole. You gotta think about it, folks. You got a high class club. Well, not I say high class, but you got a club that's expensive. So in order to get in this club, you gotta have money. So if you got women going to this club, the frequent this club, and you got men in this club. Obviously, the men have some type of income or, or, or some type of money for these women to be in the club after. Not necessarily after, but if they want to look for a man, their chances are good of finding one in there. Yeah, and then you got to think about it business-wise. I'm putting my business hat on. <laughs> the reason why they have conferences in there because because of the price. If you rent a room for $1,500, you can have not only the catered lunch, but you have uh, clients coming from out of town, which are usually 
85% men, but it still caters to women, um, that's a tax write-off for you. So. Yeah, or would yeah. it be? Or, go ahead. Did you say tax write-off? <laughs> I don't know about that. That's entertainment. That's entertainment media. Oh, entertainment. You're entertaining the client. That's yeah. a tax write-off. You're entertaining yeah. the client. That's a tax write-off. Yeah. Yeah, but so is the basketball the game. Right, right. Yeah. yeah, that's true, too. Right. That's why a lot of businesses have skyboxes in the stadiums. That's all the tax write-offs. Same thing. Everything is a tax write-off. So yeah. Fans make, yeah. make a dance. Yeah, fans make a dance. Or could it be that, you know, like a women's liberation type thing, like women supporting other women? Could that no. be the reason why they're not? No. Man, no. hell no. no. Man, women's the yeah. thing a woman going to do is support another woman. Yeah. Anyway, so you, so you remember the poll is a sport now. The poll is a they sport because right, women right. are doing it for exercises. You getting paid? You know, strippers are getting paid being um, trainers, training regular housewife women to get in shape by using a pole. So you think they're, they're making just, tons of money now? It's a business now. So you think these women are there just to get some tips for their workout routine? Yeah, well, okay. I my mind, my this is me. I think a lot of two reasons. They want to see what is it that attract men there as well, and I think some of them is not curious. I ain't gonna lie. Ain't no way in the world I'm gonna go see no male strippers. I mean, I'm just saying. I just can't sit there. I can't sit there and see a woman. I couldn't take my wife to a strip club. Mm-mm. So would, it, would anybody would any, would anybody go with your wife to a male strip club? No, 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 no. Uh uh, I wouldn't even go see that movie Magic Mike with my wife. So I know I wouldn't go see that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's true. <laughs> yeah, that's true. <laughs> what was the movie? Magic, Magic Mike. Mike. Yeah. What's that? You have to uh, Google it. That tells you I don't know nothing about it. Yeah, that's 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 not even in the movie theaters no more. Uh, that didn't last too long. Ain't nobody brothers gonna see that. But is is it because y'all are a little intimidated by male strippers? No, it's just that I I'm not gay. I will never see Brokeback Mountain because I ain't. <laughs> <laughs> That's all. No offense, uh, but. Yeah. That's good. But, I mean, re- regarding stadium, um, could it be, could it be that these young professional women go to the strip club just to see how much, you know, how they're so much better than the women stripping in the club? I mean, do they nah. go to feel better about themselves because they can kind of look down on the strippers? Like they got the education and got the, no. you know, the job and everything. No, no. It might be the happening place to go, no. man. There may not no. be a reason. It might might be a set reason why they go. It may just be the happening place to go for lack of a better place. That's the so answer. And, and just so happens women are stripping, which doesn't bother them or intimidate them. They may get a kick out of that too, but they know they're going to find some professional men in there. It may be able to, you know, fulfill what Right now, I don't know how many clubs you've been to. <laughs> there's clubs, Florida, New York, Las Vegas. 
They straight clubs, but they have people in cages and poles doing poles. Oh, yeah, yeah, That's doing right. that for, for years. It's just a normal man. thing for years. It, 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 this is nothing new. Mm-hmm. Right, but I went to a club in Florida and they had cages. I say, like, what the heck is this? Yes, sir. That's just yes, part yes. of the, the image, you know. Yes. So it's nothing new. The, 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 what's happening now and makes it more people talk about it more is that any time that hip hop gets a hold of something, it enhances three, four times. Yeah, I mean, yeah. it could be an alcohol. It enhances three, four times because yeah. they advertise this stuff. And so when yeah. you, now every song is stripping songs. So guess where yeah. everybody want to go? That's where the dudes at, to the strip joint. Yeah. I mean, this twerking yeah. thing. I mean, everybody's twerking. I mean, you see grandmas out there on, on YouTube twerking. <laughs> just nasty. Right just nasty. That. But yeah, I mean, so, 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 yeah. So if there's a dance floor, if there's a dance floor, I mean, who's to say you may take your wife? If you want to go out to dance and it's a nice place and it's a nice place like you make it sound, you know what right. I mean? If she can get past whatever it is, but that's the happening spot. That's where people are going. You know, people things progress throughout the years, and that's probably where it's at right now. And that's a good that's a good observation. That was a good. That I agree with you there. Whatever's happening, if it's a clean environment and whatever goes. And they have having fun, like you said, that might just be the happening spot at the time. Exactly. And, exactly. And, and you can't I, be intimidated by it. And you know, you know the main reason why women go to the strip club and not the clubs? Because the, clubs, the dudes out there, is, is the dudes are for the dudes. That's why it, 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 every club going to end without with a shootout. Ain't nobody uh, trying to shoot at the, at the strip club. No. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Ain't no it's, a, it's a safe environment. Ain't nobody fighting in a strip club. Right. And you're right. Like you said, you can get a meal there, too. You can get the whole nine. They making a show like you say. You can get grub. You can sit there and, and get a table and eat. You're right. It's entertainment. It's good. It's entertainment, man. I mean, you can go to the hood. You can go to the worst hood in America. And, 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 and it's safe. <laughs> and and uh, it's a golden rule. The thug, they put the head guns down while they're in there. But right when they go yep. outside, it might be something different. But while they're in there, ain't nothing jumping off in there. They no, might go something different. Yeah, yeah maybe, maybe. Maybe these women are there to learn, you know, what their man likes and take some tricks back home. You know, maybe they're trying to learn by observation how to get in touch with their sexual side. No, yeah. no, 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 no. I don't think you're going to no. find the answer to that question. Why they no, 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 not, yeah, that was true. I don't think you're going to find the answer to that question. <laughs> yeah, one, one woman in the article, listen to this, she said she was there because she was working on how to flip her legs up over her head. Well, her husband could have told her that. <laughs> yeah, but but listen, listen. The the article it also said in the article that the same woman was the mother of six children. So I'm thinking she may have already mastered that. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, moving on, moving on. Yeah, moving on, moving on. Speaking of stress, speaking of stressed out. Um, why don't these young Professional women hang out at household stress instead. Oh, say that again. Why? Why wouldn't these young professional women hang out 
at household stress instead of the strip club. They're not allowed to. No. This man on it. Can you? Yeah, but they can listen. They can, you know, they can get some some insight on some stuff. Well, yeah. Right? Yeah. Oh, they're listening now. Yeah, they they listening now. Yeah, exactly. Which is a beautiful thing. It's a beautiful thing. Yeah. But that's but what I'm a saying. But see, but see, there's a difference in what we do and what they're doing at the strip club. Mm, talk about it. I'm just saying, I mean, this is a nice call and everything, but if I had to pick the strip club in this call. You <laughs> <laughs> think about it? Joke. Tuesday night's like, all right, all right, T-Hawk, let's, let's go to, let's do household stress or hang out at the strip club. Yeah, I haven't been in years, man, but I'm going to tell you, I, I, I had a lot of fun when I used to go. <laughs> I ain't going to great, man. I look forward to it. Oh, my gosh. I look hmm. forward to it. Mm-hmm. That's why I don't miss my bachelor party. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah I gotta know how, how many guys on here have like taken like a whole lot of ones and just just threw it right in the stripper's face and just felt real empowered by it. I'm just wondering how these guys used to do that. <laughs> no, I, I was always the one. I I'm not even on front. I went in one. We have one in North Carolina, and I went in there as a businessman because it was bring your own beer. So I would go, go and buy a cooler full of beer. Wait till after 2 o'clock, because that's when you couldn't buy no more beer. Uh-huh. Go back to the car, bring the cooler in, and just make money. And so all the dudes, you you you, you set a can for $2. They're giving you the $2. They need beer. It may be moved just, up, but you're going to get it. Yeah. So I was in there making money and still getting mine at the same time. So you know, it's just you 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 go for different reasons. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's true. I will say this. Yep. For a married man, it's very dangerous to go to a place. Exactly. I agree with you there. Why? It's very dangerous. I mean, especially if you're not the type that has been going and you're immune to it. Right. Because like I said um, before, you will see somebody like, let's just say you like, uh, I know Rodney likes Jada Pinkett. So let's just, you will see somebody that looks exactly like Jada Pinkett. Oh, yeah. You will see somebody that looks exactly like the person that you fantasize about. And what you going to do? And then all she going to do is look at you or dance or come, come I mean, and, and you're done. What you going to do? The she hit you with that eye contact, you're in trouble. You done. You done. You know what? You passed your time to leave, and you like, nah, I can't leave yet. <laughs> Especially if you got some dollars in your pocket. Especially if you got some money where where you 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 financially stable. Yeah. That's yes. the that Yes. For sure. Yeah, so you know you you can afford not to afford, but you you can get back that two hundred, maybe next pay or whatever. But if you got that extra to disperse it, that is dangerous. That is and, dangerous. And look, and I'm gonna echo echo what he said. If money ain't a thing, you in trouble. Yeah, mm-hmm. if money ain't a thing, you in trouble. But T.R., does it does it matter if the man is married or not? Oh, it's a business. They don't care. No, no, no. I'm just they saying, you know, married men, because because that's kind of what we're talking about here. You know, right. single men is the same. I mean, no, you're not immune either way, but it's worse when you're married. The reason why I said that because it makes you look differently at your wife. 
Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's a guarantee. There's no way around it. There's no mm-hmm. way that you're going to go back home the same yeah. way you left out after you went to a strip club. There's no mm-hmm. way. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He ain't told a lie. I second that. There's no way. I mean, and, 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 it's, a, and it's immediate because you're going to be sitting there looking, and you're going to be like, how come my wife don't do that? Uh-huh. You ain't even made it back home yet. You're going to start uh-huh. criticizing your wife. Uh-huh. Yeah, it's bad. You might get home and start arguing, man. <laughs> do y'all think? Do y'all think? She'd be like my man Eddie Murphy on Boomerang. Let me teach your mom on the phone. I ain't never exactly. coming back up. Yeah. Yeah, I, ain't I, ain't never, I ain't never coming back up. <laughs> do y'all think that some of these women, do y'all think that some of these women. That was Harlem Nights. Yeah, Harlem Nights. Yeah, Harlem Nights. Yeah. But do y'all think that some of these women hanging out up at stadium or church going Christian women? Yes. Yeah. What do y'all think about that? What do y'all, how y'all feel about that? Cool with that? Not cool with that? I mean, it's not my point to judge them. You know what I mean? Yeah. Going, I mean, everybody has their own vices. That's how they get, you know. But again, again, it might be the happening thing. Yeah. Gotcha. Yeah. You see yeah. what I'm saying? If Because I'm a Christian, I'm not going to go out and dance? I'm not going to go out and party? No. Uh-huh. You know yeah. what I mean? I'm not sleeping with prostitutes. I'm not cheating or anything like that. So it should exactly. be all good. I'm controlling it. I'm not addicted to it. So it should be all fine. And it's not against the law. <laughs> not against the law. <laughs> so you, yeah. So would you would y'all be more upset if it were a surprise male stripper at her girl's birthday party, or if she was regularly making a beeline to Dingalings or us with with her girls? What, what, which would get you more upset if it was a surprise, or or she was just regularly like, yeah, we me and the girls we're going down to Dingalings or us this Friday. Yeah, I, I think I think I'd be more upset if she's going to Dingalings on Fridays every every day all the time. Now I can take the little bachelorette part. That's a one shot deal. We can we can mm-hmm. get over. Yeah. If she's going on a regular. No, and you got them strippers, boy. You know they like carrying bats, and you coming home. You know what I mean? And, and you, you ain't what? If you still thinking about Snake Man, that when she just left or whatever, you got a Snake Man. Man. Snake Man, you know what I mean? You got a crowd. Not every week, no, no. Now that bachelorette party is like a bachelor party. That's yeah. a one shot and keep it moving. All right, one I, shot, I, I agree. I, I can I can deal with that. But if you going on a regular. No, and this bitch is coming out all the time, and you know how they do. They get face with it. Oh no! So would you, so would you like it? So if would you like it if your wife's sex drive was heightened after seeing Snake Man, or would you be kind of mad? Well, see, that's what I was getting ready to say. It could work in your favor. Okay. <laughs> if you could stomach the fact that she's going there every week, but you are the 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 bearer of good news when she comes home. Then it can definitely, you know what I'm saying? It can work in your favor. The problem is if it's not working in your favor, and she's got, right. and then you can't get none. <laughs> exactly. Or that's the only night you get it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, that too. That too. That she needs to go get stimulated outside the house to come home and be productive with you. That's a problem. Yeah. Right. Yeah. But I don't have a problem with the simple fact that if you got to go outside to get that stimulated, to come home to me to get that stimulated, it's a problem. Yeah. yeah you know what I mean? Now, all of a sudden, out of all these years, I've been trying it, man. You got to go see Joe Small over here to come back to see me, right? I got a problem with that. Yeah. <laughs> so that's not cool. If she got to go out to get excited. Well, yeah, I mean, yeah, because I, you know, 
actuality, she ain't thinking about you when it's going down anyway. <laughs> wow. <Yeah. laughs> wow, T-Hawk. Yeah, that's some facts for you. Yeah, that's yeah, God forbid if you if if it's one of them days where you know things ain't the way it should be that day, mm-hmm. and she got to go, man, Lord, no, 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 yeah. no. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Next thing you know, snake man in the mood that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 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 And you paying for it? And you paying for it? And you paying for it? Exactly. Yeah. Well, fellas. Fellas, I want to step out of the strip club for a moment, just for a moment, just to get some fresh air. But I don't worry, you know, we, we're going back in a little later. But I want to step out of the strip club, the exotic dancer club, for a moment. Um, does anybody recall hearing about the Victoria's Secret model that quit modeling lingerie because it clashed with her Christian beliefs? Y'all remember that? It was earlier this year. Anybody remember that? Hearing about mm-hmm. that scene on the news? Don't recall. Don't yeah. recall that. Well, her name is Kylie Basuti, and she beat out 10,000 hopefuls in 2009 to win the Victoria's Secret model search. She was 19 and recently married at the time. But wearing the coveted angel wings and walking the runway with nothing but lingerie on wasn't quite what she had hoped for. Listen to Kylie. Uh, 30 seconds, fellas. Well, tell, tell us about what happened, because back in the, the model search back in 2009, you were very determined to win. Here's what you said then. You said, I have a very sweet personality, but don't let that fool you. I want this, and I'll do what it takes to get it. So what changed? Well, a lot. Um, I was newly married at the time. and just I didn't, a couple months, right? Yeah, yeah just very recently. Um, growing in my relationship with the Lord and my faith, I'm a strong believing Christian. I just became so convicted about wanting to honor my husband with my body um, and wanting to be a role model for other women out there who look up to me. So what do y'all think about this story, fellas? She's full of it. Full of it? (laughs) If her Christian belief was that strong, she would have never did it in the first place. She's just trying to get her 15 minutes, make, make a splash. Maybe the husband was. was I, I agree. I agree. Say that. Go ahead. Yeah, may, yeah. Maybe the husband was the one that was that was pushing her closer to the Lord at that point. Yeah. You know what I mean? And I mean, because anybody could flip in any minute and be saved and say, "Whoops, what I'm doing is wrong," and and get convicted. And that's probably what happened. Yeah. And, and she say, like they say, she said, "I'll do anything to get to that point." You know what I mean? Before she made that, and listen. If that's what it takes to reel your wife in, you got to listen, baby. You a Christian because apparently somebody else was seeing something too. Yeah. And he said, "Listen, baby, you a Christian. We got to reel this in." Like you said, I think her husband had a big part. I think yeah. his insecurities came in because if you seeing your wife with a model, first of all, when you see a woman in lingerie, naked, or whatever, first thing comes to your mind is sex. I don't care what profession you in, you can sit there and say whatever. And her husband used a Christian because that was the only thing he probably can use to reel her in. You know what I mean? But you're a Christian. You can't be doing that. Because if he tried, well, good, man. You better go somewhere and sit down. You're jealous. But the Lord says, you know what I mean? When you bring the Lord in, hey, you can look at it. That was his favorite grace that she was trying to strike. That was the only reason why he reeled in. Mm-hmm. 
Mm-hmm. And if you want to quit, you gotta forget about it. You tell your wife that she's a, she a Victoria's Secret mom making money. Baby, uh, I think you need to quit. What? I think we're going to get a divorce. That's why he said the Lord. We're going to put it on the Lord this time. This is what the word says. <laughs> mm-hmm. This is what the word says. That's what made us say, well, yeah, baby, you're right. I can't live two lives. I'm trying to serve the Lord. And she came over. That was his saving grace because if not, it wasn't for the Lord. She'd have still been shooting He'd been divorced. Yeah, well, well here's what, what she said about her husband. And this is only uh, 20 seconds. How did your husband handle all this? Did, did he have a problem with you modeling? Uh, he didn't at all. At least, you know, he was so, so supportive of me. And I just am so thankful that he let me grow and let me come to this decision on my own. Um, he obviously prayed about it. I know that now after talking to him. But he was so sweet and let me come to this decision on and my own. And then you came to it? He's very thankful. <laughs> very, very mm-hmm. thankful. Mm-hmm. Thoughts, fellas? Mm-hmm. Same thing. He prayed on it, all right. He said the little it. messages. You want to beat my ass? Come to my ass? Yeah, he probably didn't tell her not to do it, but he expressed some things that uh, gave her some awareness. Mm-hmm. That's just like you meeting a girl in the strip club. She's fine long as you ain't saved. As soon as you say the baby, I think you shouldn't strip no more. You know what I mean? Once you try nine to five. You know what I mean? Because they ain't going to want all the men looking at their woman. And then he went to the first, your body is your temple, baby. You got to say that for me. Yeah. And I'm telling you, somebody else is looking. And he might be a nine-to-five working Joe, and he can already take her to the moon. She already on Victoria's Secret. She's been on Vogue, uh, Esquire, whatever. Yeah, ah, the Lord said, you got the real of this. That was his only saving grace. He ain't like it. Yeah, so, yeah. so how how would y'all feel if, you know, your wife wasn't a stripper, but she was a Vicky Secret lingerie model. Would y'all be cool with that? If your wife That's was even a Vicky worse. Secret? Huh? That's even worse. Talk yeah, about Yeah, because it's global. It's mm. global. Yeah. She's on the road. Yeah. All mm. it is behind the scenes is is, is on TV. a whole lot of, naked, uh, you know, naked women, naked men, yeah. gay men, straight yeah. men, and drugs. Yeah. All of them hooked on drugs, so... Yep. So you you done deal. Mm-hmm. Look at Naomi Campbell. She was one of the best first one of the above us Beverly John, one of the baddest supermodels in the world. How you think she got strung out? Mm-hmm. That's how she got strung out. She was strung out crazy as Jaybird. <laughs> <laughs> so what what do y'all think? What do y'all think Miss Kylie is gonna do now? What do y'all think she's gonna do now? She's going to serve the Lord. But right now, I think she's divorcing. I mean, she could be a model, just not with, you know, with underwear. She she obviously is a good model. She just don't, you know, she could probably go J.C. Penney's and model somebody. I don't know. <laughs> well, this is what she said she's going to do. Well, she did say that she was going to model, um, and that's basically, you know, what she was going to do. Um, that's a shoe put back in. Yeah. You think she's going to fall back into it at some point? Oh, man. What are you talking about? Somebody going to give her, them dollar signs going to start ringing, and it's on, because that's, that's all she knows. 
No, nah, but she could be a runway model with clothes on. They make a lot of money, man. Dude, what runway model have you seen with clothes on? They make a lot I of mean, money. I'm trying to They tell make you. a lot of money, but you you know what I'm talking about. They wear them skirts that just there's a, a string hold the nipple. That's the only thing covered. Yeah. <laughs> and they walk down the runway. That's yeah. on their butt naked. Well this is what this is what Kylie said. Hold on, it's uh ten seconds, fellas. So what, what what are you going to do now? You know, you're not going to give up modeling. Completely. No. No, I'm definitely going to pursue modeling. I just want to be more wholesome about it, and the jobs that I choose are always going to be honoring the Lord. Okay. Well, Kylie, thanks a lot for coming in. Thanks Thank for sharing you your so story. Much. Good luck with everything. Thank you so much. Yeah, so you're Come on. Right. She's going to be unemployed. She's going to be unemployed. She'll be unemployed. What she just said—that that business is so so cutthroat, and, yeah. and and it is about the sex, and and most of the time, if you look at it, they want those models to look like young boys, and, and uh, come on, yeah, and, 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 and the pressure, and the pressure, and she's fooling she herself. Yeah, she's fooling herself. So there's too much pressure. Yeah. You know what you want? You know what about them girls? I mean, not the models, but. Uh, they use uh, strip club to get through school. That's, That's all you miss. see in Atlanta. That's all you see in Atlanta and and uh, and um, and in Florida. The ones I've been to, a lot of them were schoolgirls. You're right. Cause that's exactly what the stripper told me. I don't go to school. Yeah, I'm in college. You ain't like yeah. yeah. That's their favorite thing. They go to school. That's their favorite thing. They go to school. We might have a couple of Lisa Rays, right? Just really yeah. saying it and really going to school. <laughs> Can you get uh, addicted to else? They get addicted more so to the money. It's a dollar bill. It's a dollar, almighty dollar. You're right, and they get addicted to that money. Well, I knew she wasn't. You talking about you a Victoria's Secret model, so you know that contract. Like, you think you're going to get at a and go and get a nine to five as a waitress. Then now you're in the church, so you got to pay tithes. So, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, that ain't going to happen. No, he got to go. She, she, he got to go. They'll be divorced soon. I hate to say it. They'll be divorced soon. Yeah, rapper Drake once rhymed. I'm up at stadium in D.C. still tipping. She could have paid tuition five times, still stripping. Mm-hmm. That money. Yeah, one hey, dancer one dancer at stadium says she earns between thirty five hundred and ten grand a night. Oh, I can believe it. You go to Florida, I can believe it. You go to the yeah. Rolex you go down there with Luke and them boys, I can believe it. I can believe Man, it. I don't heard them rappers with two hundred thousand between two to hundred thousand. I'm I'm thinking how they throwing out fifty thousand dollars when a celebrity come. He got fifty thousand the ones just throwing it all on the floor. Let me ask all of y'all one question. We're going to get off. You hate your job, but what keep you there, that paycheck? You hate mm-hmm. your job. You be like, man, I quit this job. I hate these people. I hate coming to work. But that <laughs> paycheck makes you go there every day, every day, that money. You be like, man, this money good, but I hate these people. I hate this job, but that money good. I'm going to quit tomorrow. You ain't going nowhere. Mm-hmm. They got a call clock to get you out of there. <laughs> or, or, or or a lot of people that I say who 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 scared to step out on faith or, or risk, they'll say that that uh, security. Exactly. 
Exactly. I don't like it, but it's secure. It's job security. I'm safe. Right, exactly. And that's I'm like, bad. come on, man. That's I'm like, if you're in church, you're already secure. So yeah. you yeah, can't have it is, both ways. This is right. the last clip from uh, Miss Kylie. Seven seconds, fellas. Thousands of girls that think that being beautiful is an outer issue, and really it's a heart issue. Is Kylie right? Is beauty really found on the inside and not on the outside? Is she right? That, that's been around so long. She's trying to work an angle for her. She's phony. She's full of it, man. She's phony, yeah, and I could say worse than that. Yeah, because you can have some of the finest people in the world, but as ugly as all get out of the inside. You can have some of the ugliest people and just the sweetest and the most beautiful people you ever want to meet. So that you're right. That's just an angle just to get out of. That's all. Well, time to go back in the strip club, fellas. With <laughs> Kylie. And I think I hear the music. So what is y'all's opinion of the owners, the owners of these strip clubs? What's your opinion of the owners of strip clubs? That's you smart. have an opinion. That's yeah, because I'm saying, I'm thinking, man, what, what what would it take for me to start? Start <laughs> <laughs> one of these joints up, huh? That's smart, man. Yeah. Anybody else? That's what do y'all think of the owners of these strip clubs? What's your opinion of them? I think they're smart. I think they're smart. I think they're smart businessmen. That's just like, to me, I think the same ones that took the hookers off the street, like you go to Vegas. You got brothels and you got the track. Now, I can take them off the track and put them in brothels and make it legal. You can get the same thing and get paid. You ain't got to worry about getting arrested and bring them in. I think they smart. I think they smart. I think it's taking a special kind of gentleman to have that type of that type of skill. I, they're like pimps. I mean, I, as bad as pimps, but it takes a special gift. If you can manipulate a woman to either strip for you, to sell her body for you, that that's a special kind of guy. That's a special kind of guy. I'm not saying he's right, but that's a special kind of guy. But that goes all the way back to the biblical days. That's what Jezebel was. What you think she was? That has never changed. She was the same one. That's why they think she's all put the perfume, and that that was the attraction to the men. That was the same thing Jezebel was a whole back in the Bible days. Yeah, well, here's a, here's a little clip about the the manager. This is 10, 30 seconds, guys. Um, the owner of the club that I worked at, words cannot <laughs> express the kind of man he, I mean, just, I mean, he he was the kind of man who would go to Thailand and be with child prostitutes and then come back to the club complaining that he's not allowed to take them home with him and, you know, would um, try to hypnotize us and <coughs> would threaten our, our jobs if we didn't go on dates with him and was a very... Um, very abusive to the girls. And so, mm. so you talked about the pimps and uh, we're talking about the strip club owners, but is it would you would you say that the tactics that the strip club owners, pimps, sex traffickers use to lure women are, are basically all the same? Do you think they yeah. use the same tactics? Yeah. I think so. It's the same as a, uh, as, as your your boss. Yeah, exactly, exactly. 
ain't no difference. You getting pimped right now. Yep. I agree with you. And I think they use the same tactics. And, that, and that's, that's that's normal. Ain't no way in the world you're going to work around a bunch of beautiful women. That's just like if you work in a car dealership or you own a car dealership. You got Bentley, Rose, Phantom. You think you're going to get in a, 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 a hybrid? You think you're going to get in a, in, in, in a Hyundai? No, no. you around all these beautiful cars. You're going to want to test drive one or two of those cars. It's just a given. It's that you're going to slap them dealer plates on there, you're going to ride it off the lot because that's yours. You've got that control. And that's, and, that, and that's a power thing, and I, and I agree. And he go to Thailand to bring them young kids back because he can manipulate. That's a form of pepping. It's all a form of pepping. It's just a different stage of it. You just ain't on the track. You're just in a more controlled environment. That's why they call, like in the brothel, they call them madams. They pimps. They still pimps. Look at Heidi Price. She's a pimp. You can't tell me she ain't happy with some of them girls, them beautiful girls that came in there. She was a, she was a mad. Ain't no way in the world you're going to sit there, you're going to work around all those beautiful women, and you ain't going to try to dot one of them eyes. You ain't no way. You can't <laughs> Ain't no way. You can't. It's like you having 10 cars. You on a t- car lot, and you ain't going to test drive that Phantom. You don't got one, but you ain't going to test drive, but you own them all. Or they all yours. <laughs> Right. Ain't no way. It, it, it's a given. And, and you still got to make them feel like they're special. Exactly. Exactly. Well, here's a here's a quick word on the on the owners. I mean, the pimps and the sex traffickers. Ten seconds. And if you study the the tactics of traffickers and the tactics of pimps, they're really the same. You know, just in terms of the manipulation and the control and breaking the the girl down and creating dependency and giving drugs to create substance abuse issues that then they'll be dependent. So you're right. But here's here's the the difficult question, fellas. How do women end up becoming a stripper and exotic dancer? How does that happen? Greed easy money. Unemployment rate. Unemployment rate. Yeah. Girlfriend. A lot of them have to do with their upbringing. A lot of them come from a lot of dysfunction. I'm not saying all of them, but a lot of them. I got a friend that's a pimp. I mean, a, a, a cross-country, international, professional paid pimp. He's over in the, in the U.K. now. And, and, and that's what he do. That's what, my wife hated him. I mean, he was a good friend. I went to school with this boy. I look at him just like a regular Joe. I'm talking about, he's talking about the finger wave, the cat rims, the two-tie, and all that. And this game is now, he do the same thing, but instead of going on the track, now he play the Internet. He get on the internet and he get on the, the internet itself. Now he ain't got to do it on the track. He go tell all them girls over there, yeah, I can get you over in the United States. You know, you send me that money. I can work on a green card. It's a game. Everything is a game. And if 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 you can sell a dream, it's like selling a dream. And people look for opportunity to get out. If you find somebody that they mind ain't strong and they go get it, and they they family and ain't got that support and that 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 motivation and they upbringing. And you got the right game and got the right connect, you're going to make it happen. You're going to make it happen. And that's what it is. And once they get a taste of that money, because I, I could never, I sat down and asked him, this is a friend of mine. I look at him just like I look at anybody else. But how in the world you can manipulate a girl to go out there and, and, and sell a body and bring the money to you? You've got to be a 
I, I, let me not have my money. I'd ask my wife, I, you can borrow, but I ain't giving you nothing. You know what I mean? I've been married after 20 years. You know what I mean? Come on. I've been married all my life. I mean, come on, man. It takes a special gift. But like you say, once they get that money and that low self-esteem, first of all, and, and we gonna, and I, I'm going to switch this up. When you say about a stripper, how can you pay the stripper? First of all, any woman that feels comfortable taking her clothes off in front of a bunch of men, she has to be mentally disconnected with emotions because I can't see a woman constantly up in different men's face. And don't think they don't grope. They don't grope or they don't touch. They might not care to have sex all the time, but they can grope. And there ain't no woman going to let you grope. You go ahead and smack. Go home and smack your wife on the butt out the blue. She'll look at you first like you're crazy until she realize you're a husband. You know what I mean? That's what I'm serious. And that, that's my philosophy. I just think it's the money. And, and the low self-esteem, because everybody's not going to do that. No. Yeah. Well, here's here's the reason why, fellas, and this is in two parts. First part is 50 seconds. First time I saw pornography, I was three years old. I was exposed to it by a male relative and was sexually abused throughout my life, both by men and women, repeatedly across situations by multiple people. And, um, and then as a teen, was raped and... So for me, what all that did is um, I lived with a deep sense of shame and self-loathing because I thought that there must be something intrinsically wrong with me, that I keep attracting these situations again and again. And, um, and also, it taught me that my value was very much intertwined with my sexuality. And that's what you know I received attention for, and that's what um, it seemed like people were drawn to me for. That's part one, fellas. And this is part two, and we'll talk about it. And um, so, uh, one of one of my abusers was uh, one of my mom's boyfriends, and this is when I was a teenager now. So I started getting a little feistier, a little bit more willing to stand up for myself. And I remember um, just finally just setting boundary and saying, either he goes or I'm going. He left, but my mom went with him. So she left me at 13, alone with my eight-year-old brother. Um, with a book of food stamps and $20 and um, left us for the summer to spend. Left them for the summer. What do y'all think about that? And she like wanted to use what was easy for her to use to make, make herself be able to survive. But generally speaking, Phil, um, does, this, does it usually end up going back to the fact that the action of, of some man or a series of men ultimately puts these women in the strip clubs. No father figure around. Yep. Yep. I mean, is, is that where it all seems to center around? That's what it does. Anybody got any different thoughts on that? Y'all look well, I, agree. Hmm? I agree with you, too. I, I think it, it comes from dysfunctional households and, and, and I think they're looking for love in all the wrong places, you know, and they never experience love. So anytime somebody gives them that attention, and that's normal behavior for her because she thinks that's right. That's why it's very important that me and my wife talk about when our doors. Like certain actions we, we don't have. I mean, if you in the physicalness, they think that's normal behavior. If they see you arguing, you fighting, and you carrying on, these are the type of men they will attract because they think that's normal behavior. You know what I mean? Like, she'd have been all flipped all kinds, men, women. 
So it's nothing for her. She like emotionally detached because that's normal behavior. She don't know. And all you gotta do is have that listening in and, and think that she's not put her the right way. She's gullible. Cause she, what, what else she got? She done had all kinds of bad luck. Mm-hmm. I think mm-hmm. that the girl was a little too articulate for me to believe that um, the reason why she's still in the strip club is because of her past. I think that maybe it had something to do with it. Maybe she could say that. But, I mean, we all still have a choice. There are a lot of people who have had worse lives than her that aren't stripping. You see what I'm saying? So, I, you know, again, I don't know, but at a certain point you got to say, okay, well, yeah, I had a worse, I had a horrible home life, horrible teenage life or whatever the case may be, but now that I'm a you know of legal age, let me find a way to make a different choice. And for her to still say yes, I did that, and this is why I'm still in the, it just don't make sense. But but again, but, but yeah. see that's what that's where I what what but see what I get out of it, she wasn't taught morals and values. It's a difference between being articulate. You can go to school to get, be all the book smarts in the world. Yeah. But if you're not taught morals and values, that starts at home. Yeah, I agree. You can't get that nowhere. She she didn't have that. She might have went to school every day and learned because the kids taught her. But when she came home, she had no morals and values. You know what I mean? Because her husband chose, that's the morals and values. Where your values is that. Your values should be with your home. The mom gave her food stash and she went on with the man. So she had no values. So that's where you teach morals and values. And that's the difference. Because you can find some girls that ain't going to do. I don't care what you got. They ain't going to do it because they were taught more of the value. See, that's the thing that we like about our wives. We may say we want all that, but what made us marry them, not the beauty, is the morals and values. Because you know when you married your wife, you knew how far she would go. See, you could know your wife ain't going to do certain things because of her morals and values, not because of the, the college degree she got. It's because her morals and values, and that makes a difference. That's the difference. You know, that makes was, Go ahead, go ahead. I'm sorry, go ahead. And that's yeah. why, that's what she didn't have. She, she she can go to school, but if she don't got her morals and values, she's going to forget about it. And she just wasn't taught that. She don't know what morals and values is. Yeah, you, you, you just said a mouthful because, I mean, think about what we're talking about now. You know what I mean? Just like you said, we married them for the morals and values, which is great. But then we turn around and want them to, and but then we turn around and want to put a stripper pole in the bedroom. Yeah, but you know, and I know, that's wishful thinking. <laughs> we want that. We want that. We want that for us. But and for real, for real, if your wife was, if your, and I flipped the script. Now, if your wife was somebody you met that was already in a stripper pole, would you marry her? If she was in a strip club stripping that day, would you marry? Why? Because we thought more of the values was less because she out there in a strip club. Exactly. So, but you want that for yourself once you got it. But you originally met her and dug her before the fact that she had more of the values. Yes, and that's what you want. So, do we get amnesia when it comes to certain wants that we want when it comes to sexual things? In reference to just like you said, was one hundred percent correct. We married them for their values and their morals. But now that's that 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 things aren't happening the way we may want them to happen, but they may have never been happening, or they have never been meant to happen because 
you know, of, of, of the morals and values. So do we catch amnesia because of the fact of why we married them, because now we want so much more from them? Does that make oh, sense? Yeah. yeah, I, think I don't we think do. we I catch think amnesia. I don't, I don't think we catch amnesia, but I think just like the you talked about strip pole in the bedroom, I think it goes back to we want we want that spontaneity and we want that that that, that freshness that sometimes you we think we get from the strip club, but you know gotcha. I think that's what, that's when it goes back to we still when you played that song uh, about uh, Beyonce, you know what she says she's doing, she's creating that environment. For for him in the bedroom to create that spontaneity to do something out of the norm to keep it fresh, and I think that's what we that's what we want we we want to continue to have that because it, our relationships a lot of our relationships start off like that, but yeah. then over time they kind of dwindle and we lose the you know we're not doing that those things that we just sporadically do, and, and you know that's what it goes back to keeping that freshness keeping that newness of you know hey let's just get up and do this you know and uh, and uh, and trying things in the bedroom, you know. So good words, man. And back to the point on morals and values. Good words, fellas. Um, this is uh, ten seconds. Uh, at this point, I mean, my biological father left our family. You know, he was struggling with alcoholism and addiction. He left our family when I was about a year old. And then my stepfather, who raised me at this point, had already left as well. So I just had had so much abandonment and abuse at the hands of men. So much abandonment and abuse at the hands of men. But going back, um, when she mentioned the food stamps and everything, is in her case, was it basically just about the harsh economic reality? You know, just got to do what you got to do to survive. Stripping was the option on the table. Is, is that is that a good enough reason? The harsh economic reality. I just think I just think she never had no guidance, nobody to stand the right way. I think in her situation, because she come from a dysfunctional family, because of the financial hardship, she had to do what she had to do. I mean, she had to do to survive as as whatever reason, just to to maintain. I don't think it was the fact that the matter is that you know that's what she wanted to do. If somebody would have sat her down when she was going through that and said, listen, baby, if you go to school and you do right and put it in our ear, this is the right, that it's right at the end of the tunnel, she probably took that path. But if she ain't had no guidance, her pop left her, her step-pop that was sexually abused, her mom rolled with the pop, they were boosted, but she was all confused. Wait a minute. She, she, didn't, say, she didn't say stepdad did that. If you listen, stepdad rolled oh. out. What's the common denominator? Mom. Mom. Yeah. And that's what I'm saying. They go, they, we're creatures of habit. The apple don't fall far from the tree. If you look at, and why I say this, look at your wife. If you can look at your wife and look at her mother, if her mom is right, her daughter is right. If her mom's crazy, the daughter's going to be crazy. <laughs> I mean, I'm, 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 I'm serious. I'm serious. That's why I tell people, and I tell this, I tell it to my niece. I tell us to anybody. It's very important who you breed with. It's very important. You got to look at this, the lineage. If the mom crazy, you don't think the daughter gonna be crazy, and, 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 and that's all she saw. I mean, like like you say, you can tell from everybody's upbringing what type of people they come from. I mean, I think, yeah, you I think you're right on when you say the foundation. 
When you talk about the foundation, that foundation can be created from the mother or the father. Because you you, you find some single you find some single mothers that have raised some outstanding young women, and they would not they would they would not pull themselves to do some of the things that we see in for some of the strip club. But look look at our moms, and not 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 because y'all look at our parents. You hear them talk about how they had to work even in cocktail. They worked in cleaners. They've been pressed clothes. They did everything. But did you hear them say they was on the whole track? <laughs> I mean, for real. For real. I mean, for real. I mean, you know, I mean for real. I come, I come from a single-parent mom, and I grew up in a project. I went to college. I married a smart woman. I've been married 18 years. I mean, but but and I grew from the project. I ain't never been incarcerated. And I'm 46 years old. I grew up in the because of those morals and values. My mom was a hard worker. She did what she had to do to provide for her kids without selling herself short. Without you looking at your mom for not the fact that she did it. But you sit there and you respect your mom for going to work nine jobs and opposed to sitting there saying, "Well, baby, I had to go out on the whole track to sell just a no." And that's what she think is okay. Like you said, it's the foundation. And that's my point. And she had no foundation. And that's the whole key right there. If somebody was sat her down a quarter at a young age, she had an aunt or a sister, well, baby, if you go to school, go in on to college, and, and, and it's going to be okay. She probably took a different path, but she had no directive. So the apple don't far, far from the tree. And I guarantee you, I can pull your mind. If anybody's married and, and their wife got more than five, look at their mother. If she might, she might be whatever, you might not like her, but she was a hard worker. She didn't sell herself short. Even if she was a single parent, she might have worked 10 jobs, stood on her feet all day, pressing clothes or whatever she had to do to make it work, but she provided. But she also taught y'all morals and values. Ain't none of y'all incarcerated or y'all wouldn't be on the phone. You know what I mean? So, <laughs> it might, it might, so, this might be that one phone call. Right, right. Most of the time, it's more than values. It's taught. First yeah. of all, you, I mean, at this point, you go home and, 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 and look at your wife, and that's why I say it's very important to look at the history, like your mom, your mother-in-law. Oh, look at your mother-in-law. When you look at your wife, look at the family. If you see they come from a crazy family, you think she ain't going to be crazy? You can see it if you want. She going to be crazy. At some point, it's going to come out. Yeah, well, she, 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 can, just, yeah, she continues yeah. here. Um See, uh, hold on. We got a little bit more to say. Oh, go ahead, go ahead. But that's like back in the day. Well, I've been in the streets a long time. You know the biggest place they used to catch the hoes at, the prostitutes, the runaways, mm-hmm. they catch them at the bus station. They just ran away from home. And they're back there, they're all small, still enough, and they sit there. You got all the pimps right there in the bus station. Not the cabs, you got the pimps. Because they run away from home and they grab them and they give them the guidance, but it's the wrong guidance. So that's why they say, well, baby, you know, they get that listening ear, they hear what their problem is. Well, well, I'm going to show you a better way. You know what I mean? I'm going to take daddy, going to take care of you, you know what I mean? And, and, and they run for the first opportunity. That's just like anybody sell drugs. I mean, you take a kid, I make my business. You tell the children, the young boys, they, they probably say, this guy, every time I talk to him, I said, man, don't go to jail, man. You know what I mean? I don't, don't, that, that, that's going to be here. You can go wait 20 years and come back, same game, different faces. You know what I mean? Do something positive, man. You know, how many times you said, man, I wish I could do something different. Man, if I had just listened. 
You know what I mean? But that's why I say the morals and values. If you've been taught morals and values, that's not going to go. That's still at home. But if you ain't got that, you don't know no better. You don't know no better, and especially being a female. So it's not only that she don't know, she's confused, and she's a female. So all a man got to do is once he kicked that game, then he can be intimidating because that dysfunction is she don't know if she's coming or going. And anybody take her that time to show a little attention, she going to believe him. And some yeah, might just, even right, it, some yeah. might be, but... I, I think you're right on when you say any man, because I think any, any, any female needs to have needs to have that man to speak into her life at an early age. Mm-hmm. A, lot of, a, lot of, a lot of what you're saying, when, when they get to that point and, and then this man, you know, they're looking at them as that father figure, that daddy figure, this, this person will take care of me because I didn't have anybody taking care of me outside of when I came up. So I, I mm-hmm. think it's very important that daughters... And women have, you know, even if even if it is a single uh, household, you know, maybe an uncle or somebody just speaking to them from a nurse mm-hmm. perspective, from that father that can that can speak to them the right way and, and uh, let them know that they are loved and that they are, you know, uh, cared for in uh, in a way that the mother can't do. So, mm-hmm. and uh, mm-hmm. I think that's why you see, you know, it's very easy for a pimp or a strip club owner to, to entice them to come do what he what what he wanted them to do. Uh you know, if if that if that was not instilled at an early age. Yeah, good words. And she she continues here, fellas. Uh, ninety seconds. At that time I was still going to college. I was working full time, going to school full time and um a boy in my English class suggested that I become a stripper because he knew I was having financial problems. I had never even been in a strip club and it just seemed like something that I wouldn't do and um i just as things in my life got more and more difficult and financially just things were spinning more out of control um it became more of a, a reality that maybe that's something that i would i felt like i had to do and what do y'all think fellas Well, it appears no matter what happened to her, she's still on the right track. But it took little pretty boy sitting in class to uh, misguide her. At the time, I was. Good words. As we get close to shutdown time here, fellas, um, I want to. Play. I want to. I want to go back um, and talk about. Well, before I do that, before I do that, I want y'all to listen to this clip, and it's about. We talked about the managers of the strip club um, earlier. But I want y'all to listen to this uh, about the managers of the club here and uh, get your opinion on this. So, but on the complete flip side of that, another manager that I had, you know, he was always in the back. You never really saw him, and um, but he did all the scheduling. And um, he, as it turned out, I found out later, and maybe we're jumping ahead, but when I started going to church, I found out that he was Christian too and that he felt just as trapped in the industry as I felt and had been praying for a way out. And um, 
And I remember one time just telling him, like, I can't do this anymore. I've got to, I've got to get out of here. I've got to leave this job. And he actually he said, do you mind if I pray with you? And I was like, I was kind of nervous because no one had ever prayed with me before. And he opened up his briefcase. He had a gun and a bottle of anointing oil. And he pulled out anointing oil. And he laid hands on me and prayed for me. <laughs> and I, I left the industry a couple weeks later. What do y'all think about that, fellas? I did that too. That happened to me. I'm gonna tell you, that's the truth. That happened to me. I couldn't believe it because I used to be in the world. I used to sell a lot of drugs. I used to do a lot of things. Mm-hmm. I went to this buy one stop. This is no lie. I went to go buy something. You know what this dude? I'm in his house. I had cash money. You know what this dude did to me? He broke out the Bible and started praying. Man, I looked at him like, man, is you crazy? You know, I'm sitting there trying to make some money, and he's sitting there praying with me. And listen, I, I never, I, I'm telling you, I'm telling you, the honor to God, too. This man, I was going to buy from him so I can make my money. Now, he could have easily said, let me get that money and go in and buy your business. This man said, listen, I see something in you. This is not you. This man brought out a Bible and started praying with me in the middle of his house. And said, "No, nah, man, you need that. And ever since then, no, no more, no more. But it, wow. it's, it's, it's true. And I never, I tell that story to everybody. I tell it to you. I never that. I've been, I'm 46. I'm in the streets since I was 16. I never in my life had that ever happen to. Wow. Never in my life. Never in my life. This, I, I couldn't understand. I said, you, you turning down money? I'm talking. You don't know. <laughs> you broke out the Bible on you." And he broke out the Bible because sometimes if you cut it, it's an angel everywhere. I always believe that. But people put people in your life for a reason, whether it's good or bad. Maybe you learn something or maybe some people is a state. Man, this guy came right there. This man worked for the city, stopped selling drugs and everything. He broke out the Bible and started praying. I ain't never shared that with nobody in my life. I never believed it. But I believe it. I believe it. Mm. I believe it. I believe wow. it. That's good words. But does, any, does anybody um, have a relative that is or was a stripper at one point in their life? Thought I'd had to ask. Not in my family. Mm-mm. No, oh. not in my family. Okay. Well, good. Good, good. Well, I know y'all. Think about it. Some of you may not even know. Sometimes, That's true. you know, they, they, they keep it so under wraps. I mean, mm-hmm. sometimes you don't even know. Yeah. What about what about a daughter? Do any of y'all have have a daughter? That's a relative. I ain't in jail, Emma. I ain't in jail, Emma. Yeah. I mean, y- y- y'all got daughters, right? Yeah. Yeah. How would you feel if your daughter grew up and became a stripper? I mean, would you would you be proud that you raised a stripper? I mean, she would make more money than you. How would you feel if you your know daughter grew question. up? I don't know what kind of question that is. Would you be proud if you raised a stripper? Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I mean, you, you you feel like you failed. Of course. Yeah. I think, yeah. I think the average average father would feel like they failed. What what did I do that? Yeah. What did I do wrong to, to for this outcome? Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, I agree. What I was saying earlier, there, I mean, I think it's 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 key that a, a man need to be speaking into his daughter that ain't no little little man the little boy or or a, a man man can tell her something that the father has not already affirmed her with 
at early on in her life. Mm-hmm. She'd have been putting that affirmation in for her all the way. But she saying, "Well, my dad always already told me I was pretty." See, see, my 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 wife got on my case one time about. She said, "You, you, you." My daughter's thirteen. She said, "You talk to her, I, I think a little too much." I said, "No, because see, one thing I I try to steal in my wife that I don't want my daughter to have to learn nothing from nobody out on the street. Anything that she gonna learn, I'm gonna tell her. Now, all you can do is suggest her and guide her and give her the knowledge. Now, what she do after that, you just leave that in God's hands." But like I said, when you have lack of knowledge, knowledge is power. I always believe ignorance is death. You know what I mean? And what you don't know, like like, like if, if you don't know something, somebody tells you something different, then you think that's a gospel. But that's why I always like my daughter. I don't go over beyond and act like she's 21, but I always give her advice and, and try to school her the pros and cons or whatever decision that she makes. You know, older guys always tell me, do you always got to wait? Do you got more to lose or do you got more to gain? So I try to give her knowledge of everything. And, like, I try to explain to her the blessings that she do have. You know what I mean? So, therefore, that, that goes back to more than values that I still like. When I married my wife, I looked at her family tree. And, Riley, you family, so you know. Oh, 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 I'm listening to me. Oh, I'm not saying some, but majority – 90% of my wife's family is college graduates. 90% is college graduates. So, therefore, I look at my daughters want to be in college. There ain't no question about it because that's the upbringing. That, that, that's what made me marry my wife. I ain't saying she's a beauty queen. She's beauty in mine. But I ain't saying she got to be that dime. But the qualities that I look for, like she's smart. She's articulate. Then I look at her, her family. Everybody in there is college graduates. Ronnie, you 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 smart and and, and your brother's smart and, and you cut all all college graduates. You know those are the things. Like I said, the more of the values. You know these are the things that I look at, and that's what you got to teach your kids more of the values. Now, if you taught your kids more of values, your daughter ain't gonna go out there stripping. I'd rather afford to work at McDonald's for twenty years than get on a stripper pole, but she got an honest job. You know what I mean? Those are more of the values. And as far as I'm concerned, as far as the lineage. She's got to go to college. Ain't no question. It's a, it's a given. Ain't, ain't, ain't without no doubt. You know what I mean? So those are the qualities that I look for. And those qualities that I look for is what I respect, the responsibility, the maturity, and those morals and values. That's what I married my wife for, and I've been married 18 years. And I done did some things where I should have been divorced a long time ago. But for the simple fact that I'm going to go back because of her morals and values, that's why I'm still married. That's why I'm still there, because she values her vows. Now, my morals and values might have been a little shook, but, but they're there now. But her morals and values is the reason why I'm still married 18 years. And that's the, that's the whole key, the morals and values. And that starts at home. And I don't care. If you ain't right at home, when they go out of the street, so, I mean, look, most of the drug dealers, they mommy going drugs, and they got to fit for their stuff, and they go get their morals and values from the street. That joke on the corner. You sit there like that girl said, she had food stands. So when she got a new pair of shoes and she got that first stripper check, she was like, oh, wow. And first thing, the pimp, what do you think the hookers call pimps? They don't call them a pimp. They call them daddy. Mm. They call them daddy. Why they call them daddy? Because that's the father figure that they see. And because, yeah, the first thing a pimp do, he's going to take a shot. And the first thing a pimp going to do to a hoe is take a shot. Because she, what she don't have, he's going to supply for. And she's going to feel like, man, this is. 
This is something I ain't never had. It's like the drug dealer. When they ain't never had a pair of sneakers, they mind smoking crack, and they looking, and they finally come outside, everybody got a new pair of drugs. Man, I'm going to the dope, man. If I can sell some dope, i get a new pair of sneakers. So if you teach them the morals and values at home, I ain't saying you got to have a lot, but if you teach them more, it's a better way. Some people don't know a better way because they ain't shown a better way. And they get that better way. They better way, like you said, to the stripper. But like the guy, the other guy that was behind the scene, he was a Christian. He showed that better way. We're going to pray together. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And he showed her out. But the other one, he, she was, you know, caught up in that vicious cycle because that's what she knew. Because somebody showed a better way. And that's why I said the morals and values. And you married to the morals and values, right? Your wife is school teacher. So you're married. You're married. And so you know, without a doubt, your daughters, ain't no question, not going to graduate high school, they're going to college to graduate. Not go to college, they're going to graduate. Am I correct? Because the morals and values that you teach at home. That's part of it. And and the reason why I ask that question is because, you know, I have two daughters. Exactly. And in the wee hours of the morning on June 17, 2011, my wife and I were in a terrible car accident. And as we were rolling around on the interstate in the SUV, I thought about my daughters. And I wonder, you know, God spared me, spared my wife, walked away. Car was told, truck was told. But I wonder, this is kind of difficult to say, but I wonder what would have happened to my daughters. Because right now, like you said, brother, I'm showing them, I'm, I'm present to show them the right way. That's right. But the reality is that I could have died. But God spared me. And my two daughters would not have had a father, just like this young lady didn't have a father. Go ahead, bro. But then that's when I go back to the lineages. You could be gone, but because of, like, you didn't hear what I said, all y'all college graduates, your mom, your mom is on point, your daddy's on point, your brother's on point, your cousin's on point. So because of the family structure, the morals and values in your family, you think your kids would have wanted for nothing? Yeah, they might have been missing a father, but they would have still been brought up with those same morals and values that you was brought up on. Those same morals and values. And, and that goes a long way. That goes a long way. That's the key. I don't care what beauty, like they say, that look, I look at the morals and values. You can give me the ugliest girl in the world. But if she got morals and values, I'm going to ride with you. Now listen, I've been going seven years in my marriage. And listen to me. And this is this is me sharing this. When I came back to my marriage, my clothes are still in my house. They might have been packed away. My, I smoke cigarettes. My wife don't smoke. My ashtrays are still there. For the simple fact that it was morals and values. You think a stripper, you, you go ahead and date a stripper. You think your clothes have been in the first day you tell my hold on, let me, I'll give me a couple of your clothes have been in the next garbage pickup that came along. <laughs> because it is more of your problem, this is real talk. This is real talk. But you talk about. Lines, if I'm right line, Ronnie, you tell you're, me. You're not lying, but, I mean, you talk morals, about morals. You talk about and morals and, and, and values. And I only got three more questions, fellas, and get you out of here, but. I want to ask y'all, can a woman 
work as, as a stripper and be a Christian at the same time. And what I mean by that is that, you know, can can she shake that fatty on Saturday nights and then sit that fatty in the church for you on, on, on Sunday mornings? Does that I don't happen? think so. I don't think so. Uh, you can't serve two gods. You can't serve two gods. I don't believe that. I don't believe that. I don't Anybody believe else? that. Can a woman yeah, I mean, as a stripper? Go ahead, go ahead. Yeah, yeah, I think she uh she's misguided. And I mean she she probably, you know, when you say a Christian, I mean she can, you know, have confessed you know, confessed uh, uh Jesus is, is her Lord and Savior. But she's exactly. she, she's doing sinful things. So when you, you make a transition when you're saved. So you you can't you know you once you make that transition you know, you can't continue to do the same same things, and uh, mm-hmm. and and that's an act that uh, you know she had to transform or, or turn from once she made the confession that she uh, wanted to be saved. So, if if a if a woman that you personally knew worked as a stripper, how would you treat her? Let me just say something, man. You, Go ahead. You, you, you know, we all have our our struggles, mm-hmm. Christians especially. We have yep. our struggles. Um, some are more severe than others, but in the eyes of God, they're all struggles. Sin is sin, period. Yes, somebody can go strip and come into church and praise the Lord on Sunday. I mean, it is what it is. People have pornography issues. People have drug addictions. People have lustful issues, and, and they're Christians, and they come to church and praise the Lord. It's the struggle. And I know that we want to be in a perfect place where people would learn and let the Holy Spirit come in and, and, and stop all that stuff, but it just doesn't work that it it's not that simple. A struggle is a struggle. And you get on your knee, we all get on our knee and pray to help deliver us from it. You see what I'm saying? So without yeah. without that and sometimes it takes longer. The struggles that I have I'm still trying to trying to yeah. grab and hold, and I know that I bring it back into my prayer closet over and over again because I haven't mastered it. So, again, yes, she can go and do that, and one day God may give her the strength, but I think at some point you have to stop and say, what I'm doing isn't holy. That's true. That's and, I true. Have I to, and I have to step my game up and stop depending on the Lord to do it for me. That's yeah. true. Please be a surrender. What if you... Person, personally knew, you know, a stripper, someone that worked as a stripper. Like, how would you treat her? How would you treat I, her? I don't, what do you mean? I don't, go ahead. Go ahead. No, you, no, you go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. I, I don't, me personally, I don't judge anybody for what they do because I, I didn't want nobody to judge me. And I thank God people didn't look at me sideways for the things that I've done. But then again, what I learned and I don't want to get into the to the religious aspect, but it goes back. A righteous man fell seven times and got back. Mm-hmm. Right. Amen. Right. Amen. So if a righteous man can do it, who am I? I mean, maybe she's like you said, like the brother said, she's just going through something. Like you got people to try. And I'm at, and I'm at drug, like I said, this is a drug dealer. Yep. And I'm sitting there, he bring out the Bible. So you don't know nobody's heart. He might, I might have been the one that helped him as just as much as he helped me. Right. You know what I mean? So, so I can't judge. I, I I try not to judge people for what they go through because, like you said, everybody got vices. Some may be big, some may be small. Some sin is a sin is a sin because, like you said, and the truth of the matter, if you're going to the, a, a sin of fornication is the thought. 
of, of thought like, of the thought of it. Like, if you go to the strip club and you sit there and looking at this strip and say, oh, I wish I could get it. That's a sin right there, especially if you're married. That's the thought of it. And the thought of it, you know what I mean? And like, like when people like, like, and, and the sin when people say, "Oh, you drink." Drinking ain't the sin. It's drunkenness. It's the sin. Drunkenness. There you go. That's drunkenness. Crazy. You know what I mean? And so, so I try not to judge because everybody got their own path. path, 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 path. You know what I mean? Yeah. And so, so, so if she all right with me, I'm all right with her. You know exactly. You, so I don't not know, but I talk to him. I say, that's your problem. You talk to everybody because everybody is <laughs> You know what I mean? Yeah. Man, listen, listen, listen. I learned this in Florida. I used to be a manager for the city of West Palm. This used to be a lady. I used to sit outside and I just switched this up. She used to sit homelessly. And she used to sit homelessly. I used to want to pee, do crazy stuff. But one day I seen her reading a book. And I took the time to ask her. You know, you know, what made you go? She was a teacher. But like I said, that thin line between insanity and insanity. So you don't know this lady strong because her husband cheated on her left and she lost her mind. But the lady is very articulate because when she was reading, I think, man, for her to be home with the crazy, she reads better than half the people that work for her. You know what I mean? So I try, not to, I try not to judge, you know what I mean? Because like they say, that could be me. That could yeah, be I. That's right. give a song. So I try not to judge. And, they, and when I came back, people accepted me. They didn't judge me. They didn't. So I'm not one to judge. She might be going through a phase in her life, you know what I mean, and, and struggle. So I try not to judge. I, like you say, you go to your prayer closet, you pray on it. So therefore, I try not to judge. If she a stripper and she all right with me and she got class and she ain't never disrespect mm-hmm. me, I don't want no prize with her. And my wife right. said, I got, I, man, I got thieves I grew up with. I got murderers. I got people. That's right. That's right. That's right. And what do you say about the guy, the Christian man, married or single, that goes to the strip club and then goes to church? Mm-hmm. I mean, you know, with without him, she would be unemployed. Mm-hmm. She would be unemployed. Right. So what do you say right. about him that's going in and right. then he's going to church on Sunday Worshiping the Lord just like her, maybe sitting exactly. in the same pew. Exactly, exactly. So I can't judge. I sat there. We was looking at the news here. We're in Philadelphia. We got a priest right now. He on like nine hundred counselor shots. So who am I to judge? I mean, I'm not the one to judge. He he got somebody higher to answer to than me. You know, all I could do is be me. I'm not one to judge. People glass houses and those stones, and, and, and nobody's short of sin. That's right. You know exactly. what I mean? Well, let me, let me help you, brother. Right. Let, me, let me help you. She continues. This is two minutes. Hearing her talk about dance reminded me how much I love dance, so I signed up for a ballet class instead. And it's the best decision I could have ever made because in that class I met this girl named Tanya who, I mean, she's just she's amazing. She's still one of my, my friends to this day. I mean, she's just funny. She's down to earth. She's there's something about her that's so disarming. And um, so I really was connecting with her. And when she asked me what I did for a living, she was a person I just couldn't lie to her. So I told her the truth about, you know, that I was a stripper. And um, when I found out that she was a Christian, I I was like, oh, my gosh, I ruined that friendship. Like, finally I meet a normal person, and now she's never going to want to talk to me again because why would she? And um, and I thought, you know, I don't know a lot about Christians, but I'm pretty sure they don't like strippers. So I showed up in class thinking I'd bluff that one up. But um, she just loved me, and she just um, – it was through her friendship that I began to experience the unconditional love of God. And she invited me to church, but her friendship with me was not contingent on whether or not I went with her. And so 
when I said no thanks to church, she would take me to coffee. She would we'd go get frozen yogurt, and we would just spend time together. And it was spending time. It was during that time spending with her that I started to realize that there was something that was missing in my life, and I saw it in her. And um, as I became curious about that, you know, I started you know wondering. I wonder if it's God. <laughs> and um, one weekend, she called me and invited me to a special event that they were having at their church. And um, my grandmother was visiting, who's Christian, Southern Baptist, you know, 80-something-year-old woman, or maybe 70-something at the time. And so I thought, oh, this will be fun. My grandma will like this. It's church. And I walked in, and I just, I remember feeling like I'm at home. And I'd never read a Bible. I didn't know the concept of a church home. My own, I owned a Bible, but I used to use it to hide money from my boyfriend because I knew he'd never look there. So I didn't read it. So... I walked in and just thought, like, this is home. I want to come here all the time. And my you know, think about that, fellas. Talk about not. Lord yeah. works in mysterious ways. How many people you'd have met that you thought from just looking? That's why they say never judge a book by its cover. You can look at somebody. I don't like them. Trying to find out when you have a 10-minute, man, this brother, all right, man, he ain't a bad dude after all. I don't know what they say, but as far as I know, he all right. I don't judge nobody for who they are or what they are. I judge how See, God knows your heart, and I'm a firm believer. What goes in the dark will come out of the light. You can't hide it. And, and, and listen, man, now when I was in the streets, it was a hard time for me being in the streets. And because people used to look at me and say, why you? I just don't see that in you. You know what I mean? So and everybody saw it except me, but God was already in my heart. Not to make it a religious thing, but mm-hmm. then over, but but he the people see, and sometimes he put peace, people in the mist, in the mist, mm-hmm. and, and, and he could deliver. You know what I mean? Listen, listen to me. I'm sitting here. You think I could be on this phone right now? And the reason why I'm on this phone because only way I can keep what I got if I give it away. It might not help everybody, but it might help somebody. My experience. Mm-hmm. Uh, and when we we share what I share keeps me green. And what I mean by keeps me green keeps me grounded. You understand what I'm saying? Like a lot of young boys, they make sure, hey, Mr. Glenn, I mean, these cold killers, hey, Mr. Glenn. And they knew the type of life, man, I get money, take money. I used to do everything. But they look at me now, this man is a family man. And if I could change, they see the example of me, maybe they can change. And all I can do is pray that they do. You know, I don't talk that ghetto street stuff with them young boys. I say, listen, man, how old are you? 16, you didn't think I seen your eyes have closed? Man, I've been there and done that. I say, I've been going and came back. It's the same game, different faces. You know what I mean? I say, if you change, it's a better way. Go back to school. That boy, make sure he see me when he come back from school with his book bag on. <laughs> and I considered, I'm serious, but it was fair. And sometimes you need that 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 one person to just listen, and, and, and you'd be surprised how many people you can touch, directly, yeah. indirectly. And, okay. and that's, that's that's very important. You know what I mean? And all she had to do that one word she said. She never thought that manager way in the back that never come out. God put her back there for a reason, just for her to have that moment with him. He had a gun in one hand and a Bible in the other. So a lot of old preachers used to travel like that too. <laughs> exactly. 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 So, but so but, but she, she helped him just as much as he helped her because he was saying, "I'm gonna get out of this game too." You know what yeah, I mean? So you know what that's, I mean? that's the question. That's the question, fellas. As we get close to shutdown time here, 
how did these women get out of the club? You know, how did they get out of the business and, and stop taking their clothes off for money in front of a bunch of a strange men? Someone who truly loves them comes along. Mm-hmm. But, but, my, I, my mind nice, is always nicely said, brother. Nicely said. Mm-hmm. You know, and that's true too. And, and, and I was always tell misery loves company. If you round, surround yourself around positive people, you'll think positive. Now I go, I, I can go around Rodney. If I'm around Rodney, he'll never see me. Never see me. Even when I was in the world, and I've been in the family twenty some years, <laughs> he never, never see me. Do nothing. He can assume, but he never, because I had that level of respect. But if you surround yourself around positive people, you'll think positive. If you, exactly. if, you know, my yeah. mind is always saying, if you lay down with dogs, you wake up with fleas. That's yeah. point blank. So earlier, right. Earlier, they 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 talked about. Um, I don't know if you were on here or not, but they talked about you know revoking my man card. You know, since I had never been you know, in the strip club, you know, when, you know, the way I see it, you know, possibly someone could say that, that your man card needs to be revoked for having participated in the exploitation of women. That, that wouldn't revoke anybody's man card. <laughs> nice try. Nice try. Look at that tomorrow. Sometimes that, 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 I don't want to monopolize the conversation, but that's sticking one hand. Sometimes people got to be shown. Some people just automatically don't. You know what I mean? And, and like yeah. I said, don't. Because the level of respect that everybody, if you heard when that conversation came up, everybody said, Rodney, don't. Don't go. Don't. And the reason why, because they respect your morals and your values. And that was very important. If they didn't care about your more man, go ahead over to the strip club. You need to go to the strip club. That was no respect for your wife, your family, and nothing. You know what I mean? The first thing they said was, no, don't go. Not not that it was a bad thing, but that's not you. Because that's just not you. And they respect that. And that's the, that goes for more than value. And that says a lot. Now, I would take that as a compliment than anything else as an insult. So that's, that's the positive part of it. And like I said, because you got those morals and values that people know that's not your DNA, you know, some people, that's their DNA. And they can go. I ain't saying don't go. If you don't go, if you go and say, ah, oh, that ain't for me, that's fine. You go and get caught up in a mission. Well, he's going through something now. He might be going through a phase. You know, I pray that he's not caught up in it. That's the thing. You know what I mean? But like I said, if you surround yourself around positive people, that's why I get on the phone and, and, deal, and talk with y'all because it's positive. It's nothing negative. It's always positive. You think I'll be up 11 o'clock at night with my wife upstairs if it's something negative? No. And that's literally because you, you have brought us to the close of, of tonight's show because this is the final question before the conclusion. Isn't household stress like a gentleman's club? Yeah, I'm yeah. not. I, don't, I I haven't missed since I came in. <laughs> yeah. I look forward to it. You know, yeah. one of your boys. I mean, they could be at the strip club right now. I'm sure it's still open. They're still right. shaking the yeah. bed. Yeah, still driving yeah. it like it's hot. Yeah. Right. 
I've walked away from the life I used to live, and I have friends still doing it, loving to death, but I can't hang with them. Everything ain't for everybody, you know what I mean? And and that's just so simple. Been there, done that, don't want that, you know what I mean? But like I said, when you're around some positive people, you think positive, you know what I mean? And all this is, is, like you say, is good words. I hear you say good words. (laughs) Good words. (laughs) words. That's what it is, it's good words. And to keep you on top of your game, when you're giving somebody some insight, it's to keep in touch. Because, like you say, I believe all oh, men, we have a disease. We can easily suffer from amnesia, easily. Yeah. You know, we can easily forget where you came from. Because I can easily, at any given day, forget that my struggle. But because I constantly surround myself or try to talk to the positive people, that goes further and further to the back. You know what I mean? So that's a good thing. That's all I got to say. Yeah, and don't. I mean, I mean, look. I went in the I went in the strip joint. I was what nineteen. Haven't been since then. I used to be porno king though. Mm-hmm. I gave away all my pornos. Just gave them away. Mm. And that's not you easy know. to do. No, and and you know I I did everything in the street too. <laughs> you know <laughs> I, I you know, but I had to let it go. And right. and that's why I told you I let my sons know everything I did and let them know. Mm-hmm. You don't need to go that route. You don't need to do that. Mm-hmm. You know? Mm-hmm. And trust me, the Lord saved me so many times, mm-hmm. and I know he saved me. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I'm not going to screw that up. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know? <laughs> I'm not going to screw that up. And you know, my isn't it good when now you walk in the right path and it's revealed to you all the times that he was there, all the times that you didn't think, that you didn't know how you got out of that situation, you know, oh. how your name was supposed to come up and your name was skipped and they grabbed somebody else. Oh, you know yeah. How you were supposed to get him up and theater. somebody else got hemmed up. And I was like, sitting how? in the movie theater and my buddy wanted to go, it was between the movies, he wanted to go up see any girls that was in the uh, lobby. So I get up, and I kid you not, I was not able to walk. I told him, I said, look, you see some girls, come back and get me. <laughs> well, what I was saved from, he was back there smoking with the guy he went to school with. They got arrested. I'm in college. Mm-hmm. I couldn't afford to get arrested. You, mm-hmm. you see what I'm saying? I could not mm-hmm. afford to. He saved me by taking my ability to walk yeah. mm-hmm. away from me. Yeah. 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 Good words. Mm-hmm. Anybody and else? Good. And Go it's ahead, good when you know, yeah, yeah. It's good when you know exactly when he was there. Oh, yeah. It's good when you got there. <laughs> I mean, you know, and, 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 and some of us had to go through. We had to yeah. go through these things. We had. Yeah. We didn't have a choice. We yeah, had to do true. these things. We had yeah. to sell drugs. We had to go sleep with different women. There's things that we had to go through to get to the place that we are right now. And those things are what yeah. made us. It's our DNA is what made us who we are. So we can sit down and talk to young people or talk to people on the phone and say, okay, well, guess what? What you're doing right now all the glitters ain't gold. And 
we got a testimony. When I first started going to church, the thing that intrigued me was I was around people who had walked the straight and narrow their whole life. And I hadn't met anybody like that because everybody I know was crooked. You know what I'm saying? And I get there and I'm like, man, dude, how did you, how are you 40 years old and you've been in this life the whole time? How did you not go to the left ever? I was amazed by it. You know what I'm saying? But that amazement brought me closer. I'm like, okay, so now it's possible. Now it's possible that wherever I'm at right now, I can continue that walk and never go to the left. So it gave That's me right. a new goal. It gave me a new sense of purpose. That's right. You see what I'm saying? So we talk about Rodney that's never been to the strip club, never that's really right. done. You know, to me, that's impressive with all the peer pressure, with all mm. the everything that you go through and all of that stuff, and to still mm. say, no, 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 I ain't going. No, I ain't You know, just the, I no, 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 I ain't doing that. That's not for me. That makes sense, man. Yeah, this, this past Sunday, now, now, I raised my sons the way my mother raised me. My mother was a very religious woman. She prayed for us every time we walked out the house. I never told my sons they had to go to church. They would go with friends. They would go with family, you know. This past Sunday, I'm talking to my son one minute. I jump in the shower. I get out my office. I'm, Where's the boss? I said, yeah, and that's late. Now, I'm starting to worry because he's gone. So I said, well, call your brother. Text your brother. Find out what's up. He's in church. Wow. He got up, called his girlfriend, said, I want to go to church. He comes back here. He tells me, Dad, I'm, I'm saved. I'm like, wow, that's good. Wow. You know, you know, and I'm so thankful they give me hassles, but they've never really been in problem. Their teachers always love them. Everybody, you mm-hmm. know, you know. I mean, they're knuckleheads because they're young, mm-hmm. but they they're not giving me the curse that they could give me. Mm-hmm. Exactly. You know, their their little testosterone gets gets them in trouble sometimes. Yeah. But other than that, you know, I can go by that. I can be pissed, and then I go, I'm thankful that they're not out here doing something that I really would be ashamed of. Mm-hmm. You know, and this is from a man who had to raise them, myself. Because mm-hmm. their mother didn't know how to be a mother because she didn't have a mother. That could be a mother. She was mm-hmm. there, but she was in the bar. Chiefs in the ball. Man, that's like graduating grad school, brother, what you just said. <laughs> yeah. 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 <laughs> you know, and many times I'm I'm pissed off, like, how is that I got wrapped up with her, you know? Mm-hmm. But the idea was it was supposed to be because maybe right. I was her doorway. That's right. And, and I never walked, I'm telling you, I never walked righteous totally. I knew the Bible. I could sit and read the Bible. I could tell you my favorite book in the Bible, but I was out there doing my dirt, <laughs> you know. <laughs> I was out there doing my dirt, mm-hmm. you know, but I've never been arrested. And it's mm-hmm. all because God saved my stupid hind parts. He mm-hmm. saved me from being killed. Mm-hmm. I could have been shot. He saved me from that. 
Where would this world be right now if God only had holy people to work for? <laughs> oh, gosh. <laughs> wow. Think about that, man. Just think about that statement. Where would this world be without your story, my story, everybody else's story? I'm telling who, who, you, the who, devil. Who, 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 who's going to identify with the holy people? They, they say the devil doesn't pray. <laughs> the devil prays. He prays that all his works can be done. That's right. He prays because his father, he, he, where was where did he come from? Mm-hmm. And his father still loves him, no matter what. He That's still right. loves him. He will judge him. He will give him an opportunity just like he gives us. But see, God, like you say, when you talk about the word, he dealt with all that. Everything we dealing with, he already dealt with that. You had your faggots, you had Solomon Gomorrah, you had your prostitutes, your, your you had Jezebel, you had your brothers, uh, Cain and Abel, you had your thieves. And you know, when I came around, and I, I'm one with little patience, I'm one with little patience. And somebody used to always tell me, you need to read the book of Job. Oh, my goodness. Yes, sir. The book of Job. And and he told me, don't pray for patience. He said, even though, don't pray for patience. He said, pray for understanding. And I used to read the book of Job. I used to read the book of Job. I read the book of Job to the point I could tell you almost the whole whole joy in the book of Job. And that's what it was. Pay for patience because what he put Job through, and he still didn't curse God. You know, and when I came to church, when I came back to Philly, I was going seven years. I was back with my wife the eighth year. You know, eight mean in the Bible, a sign of completion. And, and, and my church that I joined was the church of second chances. And they gave me a second chance. My wife gave me a second chance. I knew right then and then. Ain't no wife we going to church. I went by myself. I remember time I used to sit in the church all day long, crying with two pounds, an ounce or something in my pocket, sleep half the time. And I used to wonder, why everybody want to speak to me? You know what I mean? I'm sleep during the herd service. But they saw something in me. I'm saying this real talk. And they saw something in me. That I ain't seeing myself. I joined the new church, went myself, got baptized. My daughter came, got baptized, got saved. And now I got church friends. They were the furthest thing from my mind. Now, I ain't never knocked the religious. Before, mm-hmm. first folks, we ain't had nothing in common. But now I go, hey, Brother Dennis, hey, Brother Dennis, you know, you and your family look well, y'all look nice. You know, that means a lot to me. Not me, mm-hmm. but to my shoulders every five minutes. You know what I mean? And that means a lot to me. So what I'm saying, like you say, it's good in everybody. It's just the goddess. If you take the time and want better, you can do better. But like I said, that goes back to surrounding yourself around positive people. If you stay around positive people, you're going to think positive. Right. You know, all y'all brothers that had a story to tell, look where y'all at. Y'all ain't out on the street. Y'all ain't out at the bar. Y'all ain't out at the strip club. Y'all on the phone with all men. No women. They <laughs> all married. Right. So they, that's one positive. You know what I mean? Yeah, I just yeah. got my You know, so that's, that's to me, I can go to sleep knowing that I feel good. Whatever burdens I had or whatever concerns, I left it here. So the new day. So to me, like I said, if he can save, like he said, if he can save a wretch like me, listen. He can say, man, that's why I don't judge nobody, because like you said, the brother said earlier, everybody got trials and tribulations. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And, and there's light at the end of the tunnel. You know what I mean? That's why when I conversate with the young boy, I tell him all day long, man, I could talk that hip-hop stuff. 
but that ain't going to amount to nothing. Cody School get an education. This going to be it. You know what I mean? Y'all can't even go two blocks down. Y'all ain't even seen around. I done traveled and did all that. Got a beautiful family. I'm blessed. So I'm, I'm not going to lose that. And none of that's not worth it, you know, because where I was going, there's only jails, institutions of death. And I'd have been to two of them, you know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's good work. Well, before y'all go to sleep, I do have a conclusion. Stay away from the strip club, bro. <laughs> I'm just joking. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> There's your conclusion. Yeah. Exactly. And for the conclusion, um, the conclusion is actually in two parts. Um, and I'll put you all on mute because it's uh, four minutes for the first part, 30 seconds for the last part. So bear with me. And... Um... So I started going. Every time the doors were open, I would show up. And um, I started learning about God and about this idea that, you know, I was created with a purpose and that, um, that I'm loved and that I have value. And just, I mean, those things that are so simple and so foundational, but they just really were hitting me as revelation. And, um, you know, there was a period of time, six months, where I was going to church all the time, but still at the strip club. And... The thing is, is that God was doing a work in my heart that whole time. And my friend trusted the Holy Spirit enough not to point fingers, not to judge me, not to say, come on, now you got to get with the program now that you're in church. She just let God do a work in my heart. And what happened is, as I developed my relationship with him and I learned about who I am in him, it became impossible for me to live in a way that contradicted it because it just was, it was an internal transformation. And um, I remember at one point going to this uh hip-hop show where a guy gave his testimony, and I'd never heard a testimony, and he shared the scripture, John 15:5. I'm the vine, you are the branches. If you remain in me, you'll bear fruit, but apart from me, none can do nothing. And he talked about how he had been a drug addict and homeless and on the streets and how God had transformed his life. And I'd never heard a story like that, but I'm thinking, like, if God can love a homeless drug addict, then maybe he can love me too. And um I really resonated with that scripture because I felt like I was that withered branch that was disconnected from God, that was disconnected from the vine. And I've been trying my whole life to make my life work, to do something good with my life. And it just, it was completely in vain because I was disconnected from God and I just felt like a dead withered branch. And, um, and so I remember that night on the way home from that, just praying and asking God, what does it mean to abide in you? What does that look like? Like, I, I want to do it, but how? And it's interesting, the first thing that God put on my heart to do was to stop sleeping with my boyfriend. And, you know, looking back, sometimes I would think, well, wouldn't it be the more logical thing to quit the job first, you know, quit stripping because you're here you're with all these strange men. But God knew what he was doing because that, the, the relationship I was in was a, a, um, a stronger stronghold in my life than the stripping was. And it's um, just the all the stuff that he needed to work out in me was about directly related to so much of it, my sexuality. And so um, that, that was a brilliant plan <laughs> because I did it, followed through with it, and it worked. And, and, um, and as I, when, I, when I cut that tie with him, those emotional ties started being severed too. And that, like, that insane dependency I felt on just having him present in my life started to get taken care of too and as God filled those places in my heart those voids and those needs and started bringing healing to those deep places in my heart I didn't need 
the boyfriend, the job, the this, the that, to fill those things anymore because God, God was filling them. And it just, um, it just was one foot in front of the other. And increasing my dependency on God decreased my dependency on all those things that would never satisfy anyways. And um, one night I, I went to work, and I had been the whole way there praying. And this is soon after my manager had prayed with me. And I'd been praying the whole night there for God to show me a way out. I was listening to the, this Kirk Franklin song, Silver and Gold, which says, I'd rather have Jesus than silver and gold. And I was singing that at the top of my lungs and, you know, just wishing I could get out of the business. And I showed up at work that night, and I got on stage for my set, normal, whatever, like I always did. And I remember for the first time feeling naked and literally like I wanted to cover myself, like fig leaves. I was like, where are the fig leaves? <laughs> and um, just really became like aware of what I was doing and aware of the men that were looking at me. And um, so I tried to shake it off and, you know, just said, okay, I, I've got to make money. Can't, I can't let this get to me. And um, sure enough, I went on the floor to go back to work and the song Purple Rain came on. And that's a song that I had auditioned to three years prior. And so I was just about to tap this man on the shoulder. I was behind him. I was just about to tap him on the shoulder to offer him a table dance. And um, instead I just took a step back and I just looked around and I felt like, like the veil was lifted. Like I looked around and I saw everything around me really for the first time saw it. And I was in shock. <laughs> like, you know, it was, of course, things I'd seen every week for three years, but it just, you know, things I had been a part of myself, but I was like, you know, just this realization. And um, I remember saying to God, I can't quit. What am I going to do? Like, I don't have the money. I didn't, I hadn't managed it. I was top earner in my club, made more money than any girl, and I hadn't managed to save any of it And because um, I was giving it all to my boyfriend. And um, I just felt God tell me, I've never let you down. I'm going to take care of you. And um, I walked straight up to my manager, and I was like, I'm leaving. And he's like, what you, what, you need a night off? And I'm like, no, I'm, I'm, I'm quitting. I'm, I'm not coming back. And he was so shocked because, one, you never saw women leave the industry. I never saw that. And then, two, you certainly don't see women leaving the industry at the, quote, unquote, height of their career, you know, when they're making the most money. It's like when they're not doing well, that's when they start thinking about getting another job. And, um, and so I just walked to the dressing room, and I actually remember this girl stopped me in the hallway. She was like, where are you going? I said, I'm, I'm quitting. And at this point, I still felt a little bit, like, unsure in that decision. And she grabbed me by the shoulder, and she looked me in the face, and she said, do not quit. Do not quit, Harmony. No, she called me Monique because that was my name. She said, go home, take a night off, and come back tomorrow. And for some reason, like, that just, something rose in me. And I was like, no, I'm quitting. I'm quitting now, and I'm never coming back again. And, um, I went to my dressing room and started selling my clothes right there on the spot and walked out and never worked there again after that. That's part one, and here's part two. 30 seconds, fellas. Yeah, we put them back together again. So, I mean, some of those things that I've had to face and walk through have been terrifying, but God has equipped me and given me the strength and has always been a gentleman leading me through the process one step at a time, never putting more on me than I can take. And now, um, you know, years later, we visit 170 strip clubs a year, and we give out gifts to the girls with, you know, lip gloss, jewelry, fun, girly stuff, but that same message that you're loved, you are valued, and, um, and we're here for you. And so we just provide a safe place of support and encouragement and um, and peer mentoring if they're open to it for the girls. We resource them. We, you know, sometimes we'll help pay for their counseling or, you know, just walk alongside them in the healing journey. 
and just be a, a partner and a friend to them. And um, now we've trained leaders in other churches throughout the nation in about 15 different cities that are doing the um, strip club outreach with the Treasurer's Vision. Now, that voice you've been hearing is Harmony Duss, who's a social activist for women who work in the sex industry. In the year 2000, Harmony graduated magnum cum laude from UCLA with a bachelor's degree in psychology. She founded Treasures Out of Darkness and later expanded the program into Treasures Ministries. Her website, IamATreasure.com, reaches women in the sex industry with the message that they are loved, valued, and purposed, and she helps them restore their lives. And the brothers of the church said, Amen. 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 That concludes our show for the evening, fellas. Thank you for tuning in to another episode of the Virtual Talk Show produced by Married Men Don't Talk. We hope that you enjoyed the show. You can join us again next Tuesday from 9 to 11 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. And next week's topic will be... To be determined, check the website for more information. Please feel free to visit our website, new and improved, www.householdstress.com. You can also download our free Household Stress app from the Google Play Store for your Droid smartphone. You are now free to